We are Legion! Death to the False Emperor! Death to the enemy! Rejoice in the coming oblivion! Welcome to the Objective Secure Podcast. My name's Mike. I'm, I'm Lachlan. <laughs> and as you can tell, this is not Emma. And this is episode 103, Death to the False Emperor. Yes. Now, this is a, a bit of an unusual episode that we're going to be recording today because, as you've already guessed, um, my usual co-host Emma is not present. Yeah, and yeah. we've got Lachlan, my uh, middle child but oldest son, joining us today for this episode. And that's because this episode is um, going to take a detour from our usual format of news and then topic and then sort of wrap up. And we're just going to do one long take, no edits, and it's going to be about the new Cowspace Marine Codex that we have in our hot little hands. Before we get underway, we have to thank Games Workshop for supplying us a copy of Codex Cowspace Marines and the data cards ahead of release so we can record this episode for you. Um, So thank you very much to them. We did get a copy of this, oh, what... Three weeks ago now? Two weeks ago? Something like that? Yeah. And you've been chomping at the bit to see it for quite some time. And then um, you did well because you sent me a message going, there's a a box here. I think I know what it is. And then mum let you open it anyway. I didn't read it though. I waited waited for him to read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally believe you. I'm sure all of our listeners do as well. Now, um, we also managed to lay our hands on a copy of the White Dwarf, which has the Index Astartes World Eaters. Yeah, the World Eaters mini entry. Yeah, so between the two of them, you can actually run Berserkers in this book um, and also run World Eaters with this book. As as a Legion, like replacing the Legion trait as World Eaters. Yeah. So what we're going to do, this is, like I say, going to be a first impressions and a first look through the book. we're not going to delve too deeply into data sheets and that sort of stuff, other than the ones that we kind of want to talk about in terms of changes and things that are interesting. Um, and like I say, unlike the time I would normally spend where I spend editing and taking out ums and ahs and everything else, we're just going to go with it. So, Codex Cow Space Marines. Um, it's a pretty standard size codex these days. It's on par with most of the other books. It's not Eldari size, which is obviously the big 200-pager, but this one's still just over 100 pages, I believe. It's uh, like 183 or 4. It's not that many, is it? No, I, I was looking at it, and I'm pretty sure it was like 183. Wow, that's bigger than I... Uh, it is too. Wow, okay. So it's not Eldari size, it's, it's but it's, it's big. It's a decent book. It's, it's a lot bigger than the Death Guard and the Thousand Suns one. Yeah, um... This features some fantastic new artwork on the oh, cover. I love... The cover's so striking. The red and the black, it just looks so good in my opinion. It's very reminiscent of um, John Blanche's early Chaos artwork from Realm of Chaos and 2nd yes. Edition. Um, I'm a bit conflicted. I always have been with John Blanche as an art style, but this in colour works really well. Is, um, that the, is that the art of the chaplain and like all the Chaos Marines surrounding him? Yeah, so the cover art yes. is obviously the, the champion of Chaos with the sword and the axe. But when you flip in a couple of pages, you get another version of that piece of art where you get to see all the stuff around it. And you get, I'm assuming it's a noise, like not a noise marine, but a, a marine of Slanesh. Oh, that's not what I thought you were talking about. It's, yeah, it's um, that. that the, the cover yeah. art. 
and like you can see in the background there's a two-handed sword being waved around by another Casperian and there's a bunch of sort of mutants and stuff around the outside gribbly lads we do also get a bunch of John Blanche artwork as we start through the sort of um, the fluff component of it under the treacheries and that sort of stuff um, so they haven't sort of gone all in on the modern art. They do actually recall and go back to some of the original stuff, which is nice. Oh, that, that page is the one I was talking about. It's Yeah, so um, sort of we're flipping through. We're on page 13 if you're following along and you do have a copy yourself. Um, there's a big section of artwork here. Again, um, very noir in its style. It's black, white, and red. So um, if you've seen Sin City, same sort of deal. Um, really cool artwork, actually. There's a demon sword and a, a big demon prince and... Yeah, it's um, a chaplain about to cop an axe to the face. They've made the skull look concerned somehow. It's... <laughs> that is true. That that chaplain's face does look, despite it being a helmet, he does look a bit worried. Um, Understandably. Having a quick read through this, there is some stuff in here. Oh, like I'm, I'm very used to Games Workshop Codexes following a very similar format across the years in that a lot of the stuff in the fluff component of the book is just copy-pasted from previous editions. What I have liked of 9th edition, and this Chaos book is no different, is that we are getting new artwork, but we're also getting expanded stories and new short sort of stories and bits and pieces strewn through it. So there is a little bit of repeated stuff in the book. And like we've got the old cover art from the 4th edition codex in here and that sort of thing. But there is actually, if you're if you're a Chaos player and you're through and through and you've got all the old books, and I gave all my old Chaos books to... To Lachlan. Yeah, I've been reading them through, looking at the art. There is there is new stuff in here where if you have those old books, there is still actually something in here. Like each of the legions have their own little like short story excerpt thing. Yeah, and it talks about the history and what they did. Like the um the Black Legion, I'm I'm up to at the moment, get six six pages worth of backstory and history and art and like there's bits about there's a, the a picture of and Istvan. There's a picture here of Harkon Worldclaimer, which makes him look like a badass, which I really like. Um, it oh, also talks about um, Planet Killer, um, which is from the 13th Black Crusade. Um, it then goes through, like Lachlan said, the legions. So we get the word bearers, the night lords, the iron warriors, the alpha legion. I'm going through them in order. Uh, Emperor's children. Uh, and then we hit Fabius Bile, which is the um, creations, creations of, of Bile. And the flawless host, and, I think he's... And then Huron Blackheart, which is the red corsairs. Um, and there's two pages on all of those, just as a sort of a... A footnote for each of them. Um, so the, the focus is obviously on the Black Legion and Abaddon, but it doesn't require that. Now... And as we said, the, the world leaders are in... All their lore and rules are in the White Dwarf. Which will obviously be... A, and the, this book actually references Codex World Eaters, so... Which that, that means that that's coming... It's not far away. Future, yeah. yeah. It won't be far with this book being published. Mm. Um, obviously, it also doesn't mention the Thousand Sons or the Death Guard. It does in taking cult marines. Yeah, and what I mean is in terms of fluff, yeah. like it's pulled those out of this book to make them stand yeah. alone. Um, I've seen people online asking whether some of the other lesser known, like the Renegade chapters are in here. Um, and we might as well cover that now because I'm on a page, where am I? I'm page 55. And it gives us artwork for the Brazen Beasts, the Cleaved, the Company of Misery, the Grey Death, the Flawless Hosts, the Deathmongers, the Magma Hounds, the Purge and the Scourged. But that's all you get. Yeah, they you get, you get, they art. get rules. There. That's all you get. This book, despite it being called Chaos Space Marines, should be called Chaos Space Marine Legions mm. because that's what this book is about. It's all about the legions. Um, so it does mention the renegades and obviously we do get um, the um, Red Corsairs. And the creations of Bile. Um, but we don't get any rules for them. Mm. Now, we do get a whole bunch of cool arm um, painted model pages as well, which is pretty standard for books these days. 
and they do even give us painted versions of most of those renegade chapters on these pages like i've got a a cleaved legionary a scourged um a corpus brethren a company of misery oh yeah there's they've, they've clearly like gone in and painted them because the last ones that were on the website were the old kit and they've got yeah these the aren't photoshopped the these ones, are actually yeah. painted um and we do get quite a lot of color pages which is nice mm. but by the time you hit page 72 so there's over 100 pages of rules if there's 183 pages in this book and we're page 72 and it starts with the rules, that's 100 pages. Now, obviously, there's summaries in there and there's a bit of artwork here and there. But we're still talking nearly 100 pages. Um, like all of the codexes, they go through and they talk about the Battleforge rules and the Army rules and the match play rules, Crusade rules, data sheets, war gear points, and the reference at the end. Um, it gives us a picture of the Combat Patrol, which they'd already previewed, hadn't they? Yeah, that one up on Warhammer Community, like... A week or t- two weeks ago? No, that was... Um, it's the Hellbrute, the Havocs, the Chaos Marines, and the... Not the Chapel. The Dark Apostle. Dark Apostle, that's the word. So it's five Havocs, ten multi-part Chaos Space Marines, or Legionaries, as they're called now. Yeah, they got their name changed. The Dark Apostle and his two Acolytes, and then a multi-part Hellbrute. So all of these are the current multi-part kits, which is nice, because... Um, some of the other de- some of the other combat patrols didn't get that in there, so they kind of no. got the old... Well, if you look at the Death Guard one, it's a bit of a cop-out in regards to yeah, the way um, that's been put together. The Space Marines was just half of Shadow Spear. Uh, that is literally, yeah, it's the yeah. push fits from Shadow in a box. Plus an, um, and like a, one of the an impulsor. Yeah. yeah, they got an impulsor, which is really weird. Um, so I'm going to hand this book over to Lachlan because he's the Chaos player and I don't care yes. enough. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a knife ears, so I, mm. I need to know how to kill them, not how to play them. Um, <laughs> we're going to start with the, um, I think this is the detachment abilities. Yes. Is that what we're on? Yeah, we're at detachment abilities. So. so this first talks about, um, let's cover the important one that people have been asking, how to include um, Corn Berserkers, Rubric uh, yeah, Marines, and up. Plague Marines. You can take them in a Chaos Space Marines detachment using the data sheet from the book they're found in, except for Emperor's Children, where you use the data sheet from That's this in the book. Because the, the Noise Marines are in this book, so there is no separate... Um, Emperor, and the Empress Children Legion is in this book as well, which to me means, hold on for tenth edition because yeah, you're, you're not you're not getting the Empress Children. Soon. Yeah, you're not getting the Empress Children in some sense. They replace their fla- faction keywords with basically all the ones that the Heretic Astartes get in like so the, Legion. It's also worth pointing out that there are now, apart from being Heretic Astartes, they also get Traitor Astartes. Yeah, Traitor Astartes, I think it's called. Yeah, so the Heretic Astartes is what allows you to combine all the books without all, all the the Chaos Space Marine books without breaking. The rules, but you wouldn't get like a legion. But you wouldn't get or... your, your traits. Whereas Traitorus Astartes is what triggers a lot of the rules in the stratagems, which is how they've made sure that cultists get some things and not yeah. others. Because so, um, like, that's they they don't think they get armor of contempt anymore. Was one cultists thing. Cultists don't get armor of contempt because they're not heretic Astartes. They're traitor Astart. I think it's that way around. We'll get to yeah. that anyway. I um, think Death Guard and Thousand Suns still do, but I'm not sure. I well, they're, her- they're Heretic Astartes yeah. and Bubonic Astartes. And Arcane, Arcane Astartes? Arcane I think. It, and then, like, the Grey Knights are Sanctic Astartes. Yeah, and um, not Fallen Astartes. No, not them. Well, there are no Fallen anymore, which is yeah. something I'll complain about in a minute. <laughs> um, so, yeah, each of the Legion specialists, the Rubric Marines, the Plague Marines, and the Corn Berserkers, it's only those three, detach- those three data sheets. You can't include... Um, like the the um, what are they the Blight Lord Terminators or the or the Scarab Cults. Or you can't include those. It's only the core 
quote-unquote troop choices of those legions. And the Thousand Suns have to take their spells from the this book rather than yes, the... Yes, they, they lose their Thousand Sun spells. Which is for better or worse, depending on the situation, I'd say. Yeah. Mm. So they have to be an elite choice, and they never gain a legion trait either. And you can only take one Chaos Gods. You can't mix and match them. Oh, really? Um, I remember reading that. Oh, okay. So you can't put Plague Marines and Thousand Suns and Berserkers in the same detachment. He's just madly reading now, so I'll give him a second yeah. to read. Um, um, that's unusual. I would have assumed you could still do that. What's it saying to Berserkers at the very top? Read that out. Um, some traitors given themselves entirely to the service of the Dark Gods and they have lost determination. They barely resemble the Warriors. If you include Korn Berserkin as Chaos Space Marines attachment using detachment point values and from the Codex World Leaders, such as including Chaos Space Marines attachment, they always have the Elite's Battlefield role, they replace their faction keywords, they gain the Let the Galaxy Burn on page 145. Yep, which they is the new rule, yep. Upgraded to have a Mark of Corn, page 112, and they never gain a Legion trait. So okay, so is there something there that stops you putting them and Rubric Marines in the same detachment? I thought Because I thought you can mix and match marks just fine. I know with... Oh, it was Agents of Chaos I was reading about, which oh, is okay. the other thing. So... Basically, what it's going to allow you to do is if you do have, um, let's say you're playing um, Astral Claws and you've got Berserkers, you can still run them. You just won't get the Astral Claws. Oh, sorry, not Astral Claws. The Red Corsairs. <laughs> the Red Corsairs. I, knew you, I knew what you meant. That was, that was the name before they yeah. turned spiky. Um, so if you are if you want to run Red Corsairs, you don't get Advance and Charge on Corn Berserkers. Oh, uh, yeah. That, uh, I'll go back to playing Black. <laughs> <laughs> but you do get it on vehicles now. Oh, my demon. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's something else we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, there is something here that allows you to fill those units. Now, under the Empress Children, it does reference the Noise Marines. Um, so, you can still put Noise Marines in any detachment. However, if you want them to get a Legion trait, they have to be Empress Children. Down in the, the very yeah, bottom they, bit. they would have to be Empress Children. So, it has to be an Empress... If you were an Empress Children, you'd gain the, hate, the troops role instead of Elite. Same with Berserkers in World Eaters Legions. Yeah, but that's not what this book is. Yeah. This book says if you want to include them with a non- Chaos Space Marine, uh, non-World Eaters, yeah, you'd have to take you them have to take them as elites. Whereas if you go to the World Eaters Index of Stardis, it says you can take them as troops. Yeah, you must take them as troops. I should say. Cool. Um, so that's kind of the core of it. It allows you to kind of mix and match from those other books to a limited amount. Now, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from taking a detachment of Thousand Suns alongside a detachment of Chaos Space Marines and then putting World Eaters in that, like putting Corn Berserkers into that detachment mm. because the Heretic Astartes keyword allows you to put both detachments in the same army. But you wouldn't get the Thousand Suns um, cult points and the Cabal, points. the Cabal rules. And you also wouldn't get um, Let the Galaxy Burn for the Chaos Space Marines. So you do lose things if you want to combine them as detachments, but putting a unit into the detachment is fine because you don't they, they lose their Legion trait, but they don't break it is the best way to describe it. So you get Corn Berserkers, you just don't get the World Eaters rules. Uh, they also don't have objective secured if they're elites because only troops yeah. gain... which is the standard rule that every army secured. has yeah. with Zobsec. Yeah. Anything else on that page? Um... There's how the Agents of Chaos work. Like, you can take a Baden and a non-Black Legion army who just doesn't get the yeah, so any Legion the, trait. Um, so that's... I Fabius, Bile, Cypher... And, and a Baden, I think, are the I only three. That, I think that's the three of them, yeah. And, the, yeah, like, like Lachlan says, you just don't... They don't get the Legion trait. In a Baden's case, he will obviously get it in the Black Legion, and I'm fairly certain Fabius, Bile will get it in the Creations, Creations of Bile. Yeah. Um, Cypher will get stuffed. I think maybe Huron Blackheart, but I don't remember. Um... 
and then those models, because they're agents of chaos, can be included in another detachment of... Um, you can actually put, for example, a Baden into a Death Guard army and not break it. Oh, that, I like that. Um, which is an interesting thing that, like, I, I suspect you will see a Baden popping up in... <laughs> like, you'll, you'll be going, oh, I've got to deal with Mortarian and a Baden? I um, tried that once. It didn't work out it, well for no, me. No, but you also tried it with... <laughs> three knights yeah. instead of an army. So, yeah, yeah that was... Um, but I, that's like a badden for 300 points is an amazingly valuable like brick that you can just kind of throw at the enemy. Um, and he kind of just kills whatever you throw him at. Most of the stuff, most yeah. Things. Unless he hits something that doesn't take wounds more than like, and then it just becomes a race of who does the most damage quickest. He's got nothing in the psychic phase. Which and he, is... he does have nine wounds as well, which makes him very hard to take mm. out in one go. Because you'd have to shoot him, wizard him, and then And then him. fight him, yeah. And he ignores the first failed. Uh, he um, per the turn. First failed he save. He, no, he reduces the damage to zero That's of it, the yeah. first failed save. It's very important that it's the first failed save because mortal wounds go around it. Mm. Anyway, um, so after we get those rules, what do we hit next? Uh, we hit the legions section. Okay, so we're not going to dwell too heavily on the legions themselves. There are a couple of interesting ones that sort of jump out. So each legion gets they get um, a legion trait. The legion, the legion trait. They get their own secondary and like six or seven warlord traits. It's, each. it's six warlord traits, and then they get a page of uh, um, stratagems, eight, and uh, roughly eight stratagems, and then and roughly relics. six relics. Yeah. So you're getting four pages a legion. Now that covers, um, like I said, the black legion, world word bearers, night lords, alpha legion, iron warriors, empress children. And then also the Red Corsairs and the Creations, Creations of Bile. Yeah. They're the ones that we're talking about. And that's what you'll be basically calling your armies from, from this point forwards. Um, without sort of diving too deep into each of these, none of them feel bad. They all feel like there's ways that you could use them to do interesting things and play the game in an interesting way. Like, I think that... If you just want the generic yeah. Chaos Army, you take Black Legion. Like the the black or the red corsairs for that matter, because the red corsairs do some really funky stuff. Um, although I should point out, the red corsairs and the creations of bile don't get four pages; they only get two. They only they, get they three. Share the page, yeah. Well, they basically only get three relics and three warlord traits, and um, only half the stratagems as well. So they don't get the same treatment as the actual legions. They also put in a footnote at one point that was like, "While well, these guys are actually chapters, we're referring to them as legions because they knew people were going to get." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a little bit of that that goes through. Yeah. Um, so basically, if you're taking a generic army, you're going to be taking them as Black Legion most of the time because the Black Legion are the most well-rounded. It gives you the most options. It gives you a jump pack Chaos Lord in, in the form of Harkon Worldclimber, who's Climber. actually, he's not good, but he's not terrible. That's another thing that's gone. There's no jump packs on Chaos Lord. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to those data sheets in a second. Mm. Um, so I think you'll see, until people figure out the way they want to build their army, that'll be something that'll happen. Um, if you're going to take... Um, something like the word bearers, you end up taking sort of cultists and like lots of infantry. They they tend to work pretty well. I think they've done a good job in making the way that you play them like somewhat thematic in the way that they are represented as what the legion does. Um, the night lords still want to lean heavily into sort of terror squad tactics and overwhelming. They get bonuses when they outnumber you and or you've down below half strength, so that encourages a certain sort of style of play. Um, the Iron Warriors are, from memory, they're still sort of against vehicles and um, uh, their legion trait lends themselves to destroying fortifications and, and vehicles and that sort of thing. 
believe so. They used to get re-rolls and stuff against certain targets. Uh, they don't get cover. So the target of them doesn't get cover against an attack. Is it light cover or dense cover? Or the, just the benefits of cover? The benefits of cover. Okay, so it's most, mostly light cover. Okay. And in a, each time an attack is allocated to a model with this trait, that attack has an armor penetration character of minus one or minus two. That is that armor penetration characteristic of that is worsened by one so they get their own so they get a sort of a in addition to armor, armor of, of contempt, contempt. They get mini <laughs> armor of contempt. they're getting mini armor of contempt as well okay that's pretty brutal make them even well that means that at neg three ap the you're only taking one off for armor of contempt but at neg two you're essentially ap zero uh, no, because it's only for armor penetration of one or two. Oh, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. So AP neg three, armor of contempt still kicks in for neg one to reduce it to AP neg yeah, two. Okay. But at neg two AP, it's essentially AP zero. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which is, which is actually like, um the new. That's pretty good. Well, auto cannons are neg one or neg two. Missile launchers are only neg two. Like you actually have to move. Even basic plasma is a lot of the time without overcharging only neg two, which means you're actually having to move up into quite significant guns not to mention the fact that the legion traits do work on vehicles and everything now not just infantry and bikes i do like that yeah so morlefiends um you know any of that stuff is going to get benefits can you imagine a a corn lord of skulls trundling around with an iron warriors like jersey on thankfully you don't have to because with the changes to match play it's a bit harder to do I feel like there's some like cool combinations that could be done there with like a bunch of the legions and like the way that they play Mm. Um, but yeah, each of the legions does feel like its own thing. You are going to have different builds that benefit different legions, which is nice. Um, you can't do a full cultist's army. No, you is... can't. Which again, we'll get to the data sheets mm. in a second about that. Just very quickly, flick through to creations of bile and and the red, red corsairs. corsairs. Yes, yeah, so they. Um, the Emperor's Children the uh, for those of you who are wondering the Emperor's Children did lose the double shoot strat so you can all calm down yeah they lost the <laughs> cacophony I think it was called yeah um, but the sonic weapons now have inbuilt rules which we'll talk about in a second because that's one of the data sheets I wanted to cover so instead of four pages the Red Corsair's just got a double page spread yep and it's like four stratagems four stratagems three warlord traits three relics uh, yes yeah so, so they basically get half the coverage of the legion they got a, a special melter gun, some armor, and laurels. So a fancy helmet. Yeah. Um, their legion trait is still advance and charge, though, from memory. I eligible to declare a charge in the turn in which they advanced. Models with this trait count as two models when determining control of. Je- oh, that is. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, if you could still go units of twenty marines, that would be that would, nuts. Oof. You can't do that anymore. Sadly, they maxed out at ten. However, taking a squad of 10, giving them the mark of corn and the close combat weapons, and then still advancing and charging, you're not quite as good as a corn berserker, but you're cheaper than a corn berserker, and you're probably 80, 85% of the way there. Well, I think the, the main difference is the minus two on the berserker weapons in the new data sheet. Yeah, but if you're in, um, if you're in uh, Wrath of... I forget... There's three wraths now, which are basically the Space Marine Doctrines, where they increase the exploding attacks depending wanton on the weapon. Wanton, wanton Slaughter, Wanton Massacre, and Wanton Destruction, I, I think, think are the three. three of them, yeah. But I might not have got them in the right order. We'll worry about that in a minute. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, so the Red Corsair is a sort of a mini version, and then the creations of Bile are the same. Yeah, where they we get their own little double page spread as What's well. What's the um, Legion trait for the creations of Bile? Um, one to the move characteristic of models with this trait, and one to the strength characteristic, which is. I'm thinking possessed straight on. Oh, um, especially with the new. Oh, yeah, I wish you give them a. Cost. Well, if you could give them, because um, possessed can't get a mark. If you give them a mark on top, that'd be atrocious. But a movement ten. <laughs> um, strength six. Um, unit of possessed that feels kind of legit <laughs> like not gonna lie and it can fight after it's died each time this model wins oh my god <laughs> you can fight by a melee attack so that you fight even if you're killed do not remove it from play the destroyed model can fight after the attacking model's unit has finished and that's part of their legion trait and then yeah and then they are removed from play oh yeah that that's that feels like a possessed army right there 30 possessed all with movement 10, strength 6, and then fight on death. Is it on a 4 plus they fight? Or is it just they fight? It seems like it's just they fight. which Because most of the time it's on a 4 plus, they get to do one attack. That's just a full fight on death. That's atrocious. You, you do have to use your base profile for like demon <clears throat> engines. And Does it actually say that? Yeah, it says for the characteristics of its profile to use, the destroyed model is considered to have one wound remaining. Oh, thank God. Because that's still not been resolved for the avatar and the stratagem for him to what he fights on death. I suspect we'll see that in a new... Well, this gives precedent yeah. though, which now means that if anyone has it... for all of them. Now, we, at a tournament, I would just go, cool, the precedent is Chaos Space Marines, which says you use the bottom bracket, and that makes it nice and easy. Because it's like the thing that's in all those situations, yeah. Yeah. What are the, um, what are the relics be for the creations? Um, they get Helm of All-Seeing, which is um, on a D6 in... Sorry. Comprehension. Each time, <laughs> each time your opponent spends a command point, use this stratagem to roll... Not you, each time your I oh my god, each time your opponent uses a command point to use a stratagem, you can roll one d six on a five plus. You gain one command point. Okay, it's a pretty standard sort of relic these days. Whether it's a wall of trader or a relic, um, I'm looking for the, the broken relic. Basically, the living carapace once per battle when an attack is allocated to the barrack and enhance this relic. If it does so at the end of the turn, each time an attack is allocated to the bearer, the damage characteristic of that attack is changed to one. Demon Prince with that could be reasonably terrifying, particularly since he's going to get the Legion traits, which stack on top of everything else, and he can get Mark of Corn or something stupid like that. And then the last one is called Hyper Growth Bolts, which replaces a bolt weapon. When you give a model this relic, select one bolt weapon the bearer is equipped with. That weapon is considered to be a relic for all rules purposes. Each time the bearer is selected to shoot, you can choose what weapon to fire Hyper Growth Bolt. If you do so, the bearer can make one attack with this weapon with that weapon this phase but if the attack scores a hit unless the target is a vehicle unit it automatically wounds has an armor characteristic pen armor penetration characteristic of minus one and has a damage characteristic of d3 plus three yeah pass yeah. um no i like the idea of a, a creation of bile demon prince with wings to get the stat buffs and, and then, then give him the living carapace the living carapace on top of that although there are better relics better general relics um, but the living carapaces wouldn't be a terrible one. It, um, just to, like when he gets into combat, um, with armor of contempt and a three up save, the ability to just reduce all damage to one with nine wounds, um, that feels pretty solid. Although, like I it say, is, it is only once per battle when an attack is allocated to the battle. Yeah. So, like, um, there are a couple of other better relics, but we'll talk about those later. So, Creations of Bile, not like I reckon there's a possessed build there somewhere because I think possessed get mm. um, well, they because they can't give them marks. You either go red corsairs for advance and charge, 
or creations of Baal. Of creations of Baal for just general movement and, strength. movement and the strength buffs actually really nice on them as well. All right, what's next? Um, More color. We move on to the just the general stratagems. There's now the the so most of the stratagems, and this is kind of a trend for most of the books, is if you've had the previous codex, a lot of the names will be familiar. Like there's fire frenzy, death to the false, death to the, the first stratagem. Yep. And it's back to Imperium and only re-rolling hits for one CP. Yep, which is so fair enough. A lot of the names you'll find Demon reasonably Forge is back, but it's just pretty much the same stratagem. Yeah. Um, we're not going to dwell too too much on these because a lot of them will be like roughly what you remember. Like veterans of the long war is still there. It's it's more ex- two CP now though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's still reroll the wounds roll though. Yeah. So death of the false emperor is now a stratagem rather than a a built in thing. Mm. Um, but the 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 wanton. The the, th- the sl- wanton slaughter, wanton those destruction, sort of wanton replace that depending on the, what you yeah, want. To do. Yeah, uh, that's all under let the galaxy burn. That's the rule. Thank you. Yep. I was, you know what I meant. I knew what you meant. Um, those grey strategies. So each of them are color coded like the current codexes. Um, I think they're called requisition stratagems. What are the grey ones on the uh, second page? War gear stratagems. Oh, that's it. War gear stratagems. So what do we got there? The uh, grey ones. Demon shells, which is add six to the range characteristic of all bolt weapons within it. Uh, each time a model makes a ranged attack with a bolt weapon, improve the armor penetration characteristic by one, and that's just a Traitorus Astartes unit from your army. I'm thinking four Havocs with heavy bolters could be entertaining with that. Yeah, that does sound fun. Um, I don't know if it's good, but it's interesting. This next one's for Demon Engines. It's called Infernal Engine. Use this stratagem in your opponent's shooting phase or the fight phase when a Traitorus Astartes Demon Engine model from your army is selected as the target of an attack until... The end of the phase, each time an attack is de- allocated to that model, minus one damage characteristic to a minimum of one. That's good. If it's Titanic, this costs two CP, otherwise it costs one. But it does mean for things like a Molophene that's in the thick of it, you can just go, no, I'm going to try and keep this thing here as long yeah. as possible. That's pretty good. What else we got? Uh, Sky Strike Missile. Oh, okay, pass. That's just against aircraft. No one runs aircraft anymore. It is against aircraft. It's just 2d3 mortal wounds on a hit. From memory? Yep. <laughs> it's this. It's the same as the Eldar's one, and it's the same as the Space Marine no one. one, and it's this, ever remembers no, it's there. <laughs> no, because no one takes missile launchers most of the time. Uh, I used to take a missile launcher on a Dark Reaper Exarch just so that, on the odd <laughs> chance I needed it, I could shoot that strategy. We shoot that. <laughs> and then the other one, smoke screen. Yeah. Which is just the standard minus one to hit. Yeah, it's the the standard one that Space Marines get. So, um, but it's only for units that have the smoke the, screen keyword. Yeah, so it's land raiders, rhinos, uh, predators, vindicators, those sorts of things. Marks of chaos is now, the next page. Yes, now this is the first thing that we have seen back because this is a bit of confusion for you and I when we've been playing mm. and trying to teach you chaos was what did the marks do? And at first, I'm mean, they're going, I know they do something. They used to do something. What what do they do now? They did in nothing. A, in 8th edition, they did nothing. We're back to them now doing Now they something. do something again. Yeah. So the four, so undivided still does nothing, which it should be clear that everyone starts with undivided and place that keyword on your data sheet with the new mark. So you can pay to upgrade things. It's one power of 15 points of the mark of corn, mark of zinc. So yeah, they're 15 points per mark and that's per unit or per character. And it's only core and characters that can get it. So you can't be giving it to... Oh, I don't know. Obliterators, yeah. uh, rap, uh, warp talons. Sorry, raptors could get it, but warp talons can't. Possessed can't, but chosen can. Terminators can. Um, obviously, the legionaries can. Like most of the most of the units can. It's when you start getting into the demon kin and some of the mm. weird stuff. They don't get marks. 
like all of the all of the cult marines, you got to give them the marks. Yeah. So if you do take a a squad of corn berserkers, you have to pay the fifteen, 15 points, points to give to them the marks, like yeah. of corn for the squad. It basically gives them an extra strength and an extra armor penetration if it has the icon on that second part. Yeah. So corn. most of, most of them have a flat upgrade and then if the squad has an icon they get an additional yeah. benefit so obviously a character's getting the first part like, and then the squad is getting the second part as well so the corn is plus one strength and then and plus one armor penetration if they've got the icon yep so cinches is the same thing as a bad one where the first failed so first failed first save. saving throw is the damage reduced to zero and then icon armor penetration reduces um, uh, it reduces the damage characteristic to zero so, no, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. So, corn. Yep. Characters and units, plus one strength. Yep. Units with the icon uh, increase the AP of their close combat weapons, because it is close combat only, isn't it? Uh, yes. By minus one. Yep. So, essentially, um, if you have no, no close combat weapon, it's now just minus one for your basic close combat weapon. If yeah. you've got a power fist, which I think start at minus three. That brings it up to, to minus, minus four, four. Which is cool. Now, the mark of Zench is the first failed save for the each turn is reduced to zero damage. That's for the character and the squad. Yep. And then the squad if with an icon. Icon. It's each time it makes a ranged attack. It's the armor penetration is. Oh, okay. So it's one. when they when they shoot yep. they so combine that with Iron Warriors Havocs and Zench Iron Warriors, Zinch, Iron Warriors Havocs. And then you with heavy bolters, and then use the bolter strap that we just talked about. And just now, and now we've got heavy bolters out at like minus three, um, with exploding shots. Like I don't know if it's good, but it's It'll interesting. It'll do something. <laughs> All right, uh, Nurgle. Each time an attack is made against this unit, if the strength characteristic of that attack is either equals or is at least double the toughness characteristic of this unit, subtract one for hit. So it's minus one to hit if you're to if hit you're or to wound. Wounds, sorry. Okay. And then the unit upgrade with the icon? Uh, when you're shooting, unmodified six is automatically wound, which is... Okay, so six is to hit with ranged attacks, auto wound. The interesting one about this, and this is a rule that Abaddon gets as well, the Nurgle rule is if the attack strength is equal to the toughness or at least double, it's minus one to wound. Now, as an example, I've tried to explain this to a few people and... I think this is the way it works, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. If you're Toughness 4 and you have this trait, so you're Standard Legionary, if I shoot you with a bolt gun at Strength 4, normally I'd wound on 4s, but now I'm wounding on 5s because I'm equal to your Toughness, yeah? Yes. So I'm now wounding on 5s. If I'm shooting you with a Strength 5 gun, a Strength 6 gun, or a Strength 7 gun, I'm back to wounding you on 3s because I'm not equal to your Toughness, it's and I'm not so at good. least double. So I'm wounding you on fives, then I jump to wounding you on threes for those three weapon strengths. And then as soon as I hit strength eight or higher... It's twos because it's double. Well, it's back to threes. Oh, yeah. Because it's now minus one again. So what it means is you can only ever wound these models on... The best it ever wounds you on is threes. But you can also never wound them on fours. It literally goes from fives to threes. There's no fours step because you're minusing one from the roll when you're equal. So if you're T6 and I'm strength five, I'm winning you on fives. 
At string 6t6, I'd normally win you on 4s, but because of the mark of Nurgle, I'm still winning you on 5s. As soon as I go to strength 7, your rule doesn't work anymore, so I'm back to wounding you on 3s. But as soon as I hit strength 12, your rule kicks in, so instead of me going to 2s, I'm back to wounding you on 3s again. So I can never wound you on a four like on 4s. It's either 5s or 3s. I think so, yeah. That's the way it reads, because it, it says each, if, if it's equal to or, as or at least greater than. At least double the toughness, yeah. Yeah. So if they just meant minus one to wound, it would have just said minus one to wound, but there's two very specific instances there. So it's not just minus one to wound all the time, which would be really powerful. It, that makes sense why they've done it that way. Yeah, it's just an important one for players to understand that because I guarantee people are going to get that wrong because it is a little bit convoluted in the way they've worded it. But if you read it and read what it says, it's it makes sense. One in... Yeah. And finally, we have Slanesh, which is... Is it always fights first? Uh, yep, that's for the for the standard. Icon, that's yep, the standard. And for the icon, each each time a model in this unit makes a melee attack, add one to the attack's hit roll, so it's plus one to hit. Okay, cool. So again, I'm thinking. And Emperor's children need to have the mark of Slanesh. They just put that there because they aren't getting their encoded. No, not yet. <laughs> um, we don't care about them. Well, it it means that I'm thinking about things like raptors, where mm, yeah. giving them the mark of Slanesh for always fight first. And then giving them the plus one to hit means they're going to be hitting on twos most of the time when they're fighting. Um, and you'd probably have to figure out the maths to work out whether that's better than the plus one strength and AP benefit from corn. Hmm. So you, essentially, if you're going combat, Slanesh and corn. If you're going shooty, it's Nurgle or Zench. And then depending on what benefits you want to go alongside those combat abilities for the squads is kind of where you end up. It's, that's where you'd make the choice, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like all of them. I don't feel like one's an auto-take. Like I think they all the, have uses in different contexts. I think the Zench one's probably going to be the one you see the most just because ignoring the first failed save on anything is essentially a free body in a unit. Mm. So if you're taking like 10 Terminators, for example... It's as if there was an 11th one to soak yeah, up Yeah, to soak up a, the, the, the killing blow to one model. Um, so I think those sorts of super durable units like Terminators will see Mark of Zench quite a bit. But then, all, then again, having them auto wound on sixes to hit with Nurgle and the the toughness, uh, the wound modifier is quite interesting for Terminators. Whereas Raptors, um, Combat Chosen, um, those sorts of even basic legionaries with combat weapons, Corn or um, Slanesh could be really interesting. That is the Zench one. It is the first failed save, though. So yeah. if you're fighting Chaos Space Marines, you've got to make sure that you don't use your big guns first because if they if it wounds them and they fail the save, it's just zero. Yeah. So you got to be you got to pay more attention on Zench marked Chaos Space Marines on what order you shoot them in. Basically, yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Next is relics. Again, we, uh, so the relics is kind of split into two sections. There's the demon weapons. Which and then there's the relics. Now, the demon weapons are a relic. The demon, There are five demon weapons. One for the four chaos gods and then the undivided weapon. You have to have the mark to have the appropriate demon weapon. Like the, the undivided ones, the black axe. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about these is they don't have a specific profile. So what you do is you take the relic and then you apply it to a weapon in your... Yeah, I just on noticed your unit. I changed that. Like, Ullok 
Ulaka the Black Axe used to be an, an axe. axe. It's now just Ulaka the Black. Yes. It's not an axe anymore. It's just a combat weapon. So, well, no, it's not. When you read the demon weapon rules, yeah, it's... you pick a weapon that you're armed with and, you and then imbue it, it with the... the demon. Yeah. And then you get a benefit depending on which demon weapon you pick. Now, you do have to roll a leadership 2D... test. Uh, 2d6, and if it's... Equal to or less than your leadership, then it's fine. Um, if you roll over it, you have to take mortal wounds or you don't get to fight with it. Which... If you didn't get to fight with it, would you still be able to use the weapon normally? No. Okay. So you'd be fighting without a close combat weapon at that point, unless you had two close combat weapons. So you could, for example, go a power fist and then a cursed weapon and then, and then empower, the, empower the empower the cursed weapon and then fight with the power fist. Or you can empower the power fist and when that fails, then fight with the cursed weapon. Interestingly, a bad and sword Drachnian is it's not a, a demon, demon weapon. weapon. They they make in the article they say, Oh, he doesn't have to roll for it. That's because it's not a demon that's weapon. Because it doesn't have a demon weapon rules. It's bizarre. Um It's the demon weapon. Yeah, it it doesn't follow the demon weapon rules in any way, shape, or form. That's why you don't roll for it. Um so yeah, we do get one for each, and they basically have a set of rules that are applied to a weapon. Yeah, there's So do you want to read out the undivided one? Uh the black no longer axe is <laughs> I've, I use that one the most. Yeah, so I know. The weapon, the weapon is now a relic for all rules purposes, and there's the demon weapon ability, which is which is the like, leadership test. Yep. And each time an attack was made with this weapon, if the attack successfully wounds the target, suffers one mortal wound in addition to any more normal damage. Yeah. So basically, it lets you empower a power fist or a thunder hammer or to do more any other suitable weapon or the damage that you're already yep. going to be taking, which is a pretty solid little upgrade. And the corn one is add D3 damage to the damage characteristic of the attack. <laughs> that's pretty because brutal. Because of course it is. Yep. That's, I've got visions of a thunder hammer going, hey, we're flat three plus D3. Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> the Nurgle one is if a hit is scored, that attack automatically wounds the target and an enemy model cannot lose any rules to ignore the wound. Oh, that's, use, sorry, any- that's brutal. So like, so that's killing a Baden in a turn. Because it's skipped. Because it, anything that ignores wounds, which is normally feel oh, no pain, like they, it's in the rare rules section of the FAQ. It includes the wound caps. Gaz goes three wounds a phase. Four wounds a phase for Gaz. Oh, it's four wounds a phase. Yeah, oh. Gaz, because he's got fourteen wounds. Ah, oh. twelve, twelve wounds. Sorry, twelve wounds. Um, but yeah, it means that you'll see the Nurgle one a bit because you'll have guys who walk around with a, uh, a castle with a thunder hammer, flat three damage, with five, six, seven attacks, who then walk into something and go smack and then you get no protection from your like it's a great way to kill the Nightbringer who has no armor save oh, yeah. only an involve save which is only a four up and then he caps out wounds but he's only got nine himself so for someone like a Sherman who's got a three up invulnerable it's not so bad but he's only T4 which means he's being hurt a lot more often whereas the Nightbringer is a higher toughness but it's an interesting weapon I think that'll actually see play the Nurgle one to ignore that defense yeah. is big. Uh, Zinch is the same demon weapon ability. And each time the bearer is selected to fight, it can make an additional D3 attack. So for each of these demon weapons, roll separately for each. And then Nurgle one? Um, the Nurgle one, each time an attack is scored... Is- each time an attack is made with a demon weapon, if a hit is scored, that hit automatically wounds the target and enemy models cannot use any rules to ignore the wounds they lose. Oh, sorry, I meant Slanesh. That oh. was... Uh, we we just said, done yeah. Nurgle. That's, yeah. what, that's what confused me. No, no, I meant Slanesh. 
Oh, sorry. I read the Slanesh one when I went to read the Zinch one. Oh, God. <laughs> so the real, so we... Slane- the real Zinch one was uh, no invulnerable saps. Again, that's a really solid ability when you combine it with a Power Fist or a Thunder Hammer or what, those sorts of weapons. And the Slanesh one... Is the is exploding attacks. Two demon weapons. So this model, this can only be given to two or more melee weapons only, excluding relics. Oh, it's a pair. Yeah, select two melee weapons the bearer is equipped with. Those are now both demon engines. The model still only counts as being equipped with one relic. However, each time the bearer is selected to fight, it can make... An additional D3 wep- with each of these demon weapons. With Roll each. separately for each. Yeah, so it's D6. Adi- well, not D6. It's D3, D3 plus D3 additional. Yeah, but the interesting part about that... So, you say, for example... Um, and I'd have to check who can actually do this right with war gear. But let's say, for example, you can take in a cursed weapon and a power fist. Yeah. And you get into combat and you go, cool, I pass my thing. I roll my D3s for each. And I get two for each weapon. I can make two a cursed weapon attacks and then use my attack profile plus the bonus for the power fist and use all of those attacks with the power fist and I still get my bonus two with my cursed weapon or I can do it the other way around or I can split my attacks evenly between them for my my, my profile it just means that you're always getting those extra attacks you're getting at least two with each weapon well, from memory also the accursed weapon already gives you plus one attack um, so you end up in a situation if you could go on a cursed weapon and a power fist, and I'm not saying you can because I'd have to look at the entries. Yeah. And you've got a base of five attacks, and you roll a two for each of those demon weapons. You then be going, cool. I'm going to fight three times with my accursed weapon just because I can. I think a chaos lord and terminator armor, at least a chaos lord and terminator. And then I can fight with my five base attacks plus my two with my accursed weapon, uh, with my demon weapon power fist. That is, that is a lot of attacks. Demon Prince has two weapons, Malefic Talon and, and the Hellforged Sword, Sword or the Axe. Or you could go two Malefic Talons and just empower them both and laugh. Um, <laughs> I see this, and this is the best part about this book, is that every time I think of something, there's it spirals down a rabbit hole of going, hey, what about this? And, and none of them sound bad. I don't feel like there's ever a... Like, you go, oh, hey, now he's got to have the Marcus Slanesh. So he always fights first. That's that not, doesn't sound like a bad thing a for bad a demon thing, prince. Yeah. Like, is that a problem? And if he's a creation of bile, now he's far, awesome, like faster and, and you, stronger. You, like, and that's the interesting part. I don't, I don't feel like I've ever made a character when we've been flicking through this book and gone, "Oh, that's a bit crap." Like, I've always gone, "That actually sounds like it could do work." Then, now, some of them are clearly going to be better than others, but just spinning that out and going, "Cool, let's go a malefic talent, a Watforged sword, make it a demon weapon." And then make it a creation of bile already sounds like a demon prince you don't want to meet in a dark alley. Like, <laughs> or, no, I'm not going to go that. I've got a, a bunch of other jokes, I could, but they're not, not PG rated. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. You, all still, you also still do get the standard relics. And there are some really good relics in this section as well. Like there's an inferno tome for a priest, which makes the... So that's the dark... Oh, sorry. This is for the... Some of them are for the Master of Possessions, some of them for the Dark Apostle. This one's for the Dark Apostle because he's a priest and it can be given to cultists. So the cultist priest. Yep. They become a psyker. They know one additional prayer from prayers to the Dark God. Oh, so- no, it just lets them have more prayers. Yeah, I got that bit mixed up. No, there was they a- get an, an extra prayer and they, the closest enemy unit within 18 takes D3 mortal wounds. Yeah. 
I thought that was one that let them become a psyker. Uh, there probably is. It's, uh, there are probably, I think there's about 10 relics in there. There's quite a few. Um, there's a couple of decent weapons. There's a couple of decent defensive items as well. Um, I remember going through them with you going, that looks good, that looks good, that looks good. Oh, I probably yeah. won't take that one. That one looks good, that one looks good. Um, it's just the pistol again. Games Workshop either look at the relic pistol and go, <laughs> it's a Assault 3 pistol. And you go, what the hell? Or you get the Eldar version where they go, here's a three-shot one that if it wounds does mortals, but it still counts a shuriken so you can stack it with Hail of Doom. And you've got a, <laughs> you've got a, uh, an Autark walking around with a shuriken pistol that does on average six mortal wounds every shooting phase um, because of uh, in- Mark of Incomparable Hunter. So... Oh, the, the relic pistol here is, it is 18 inches, two shots, strength five, minus two, two damage, and unmodified hit rolls of six do two mortal wounds. So it's not good, but it's not... Oh, look, unmodified... Do... Is it just two and the attack sequence ends, or is it two in addition to normal damage? And the attack sequence ends. So yeah, if he, if he, if you roll sixes to hit, you just take two mortals and you stop rolling to wound for that shot. So that's, that's actually not too dissimilar to the Eldar Shuriken pistol then. So it's not bad. Mm. It's not like the best I don't, thing I don't ever, know why you'd ever take it with so many other good options, though. Especially having to pay for relics with CP in the new Yeah, that's book. with Nephilim, yeah. Which we'll talk about in a second. Mm. Um, there's no bad relics. Oh, that's not, that's not true. There are very good relics, and there's ones you'll see regularly. Um, but I don't feel like there's any sort of really bad ones, which is unusual because a lot of the time you do get bad relics in books. Hmm, I'll say that the, the name of one of them is just called the Orb of Unlife. Oh, that is one of the bad ones, to be fair. That one. It's a grenade. It's a one-shot weapon that reduces your toughness for the rest of the game after dealing mortal wounds. Yeah. It's not that good. It's like, got a that's, fun name, though. That's probably the fail of the list, whereas there's there was a good combat weapon, there was a suit of armor from memory as well. Yeah, there was, uh, I think... Wasn't, wasn't there, because I remember looking at it, for again, for a demon prince, going, oh my god, that looks pretty... Um, one... T- Add one to the armor saving throw, four up and vulnerable save. The first time the bear is destroyed before removing it from play, That's roll 1d6 for each enemy unit within three on a two to five. That suffers d6, d3 mortal wounds on, on a, a six, six, it's three. Yeah, that was what I was looking for, again, for Demon Prince. The gorget of eternal hate, it's called. Yeah. And at that point, you cool, you got a two up, four up Demon Prince so, running around. It's so angry. I Demon wish I could Prince. give him multiple relics, because then you'd have this <laughs> thing walking around, <laughs> dripping with relics, going, Rah! but you can't. And then it runs into Baharath and dies. <laughs> well, no, Baharath doesn't kill it. Baharath just Baharath in that. Well, Baharath in that case is more like a mosquito, constantly picking at the demon prince, going, "Can't catch away. me! Can't catch me! Can't catch me! Can't catch me!" Unless it's Red Corsairs and it advances and charges towards him. And then Baharath fights and runs away. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Baharath is a pain in the butt. Anyway, oh, there's the Black Mace, which is. It's another um, pretty standard. Two, minus two, three damage. That's been hanging around for a little while now. Excess damage is not lost. Instead, That's keep right. allocating excess damage, which yeah. is why it's not mortal wounds, but it's as good as, or it's almost as good as. Yeah, you keep allocating them to, as if they. Have and it's three point. damage, isn't it? Uh, yes, three damage. So it means that when you go in with a character with five or six attacks and go five hits, five wounds, his, you know, four failed saves. That's twelve damage. It replaces a power maul, a cursed crozius, or a cursed weapon. So there's like options. It re- yeah, a lot of them also like um, I know the Eldar ones for the Autark replace either a sword or a spear. Yeah, so there's it doesn't matter what weapon you've got. No, it's just, just it just becomes it. Yeah. 
So yeah, relics, all pretty solid other than a weird grenade. And even that, I'm sure someone will come up with something interesting for it if in the right combination. I just feel like it's too niche for your relic given the CP expenditure. There's there's also um, Chaos God specific ones that aren't demon weapons here. Like the Talisman of Burning Blood is a corn one, which is this within... This model is eligible to perform a heroic intervention if it is win six horizontally. Instead of three, five. yeah. Yeah. And one attack, and each time it makes a melee attack and destroys an enemy unit, it adds one to the bearer's attack characteristic to the end of the battle. <laughs> because it gets angrier. Yeah. The Eye of Zinch, it's... Each time a psychic test is made for the bearer, add one to the psychic test. Each time a psychic test is made for the bearer, an unmodified result of nine plus the psychic power or psychic action cannot be denied, which is... Pretty that good one's pretty well. good. Yeah. Orb of Unlife is the kind the, of rubbish Nurgle, Nurgle grenade, which... Oh, the target suffers D3 mortal wounds at the end. Yeah, but it's, and it's minus one toughness for the rest of the game. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. yeah. Intoxicating Elixir is the Slanesh one. Is this the stat buff one? Um, add D3 to the attacks of the bearer. Add D3 to the attacks of the bearer. The bearer cannot lose more than three wounds in this phase. Any wounds that would be lost after that point are not lost, so they temporarily gain... Well, that, well, it's it's per- permanently the whole game. They get this. It's not once per once per battle at the start of the fight phase. The oh, you can use this relic. Oh, okay, cool. For a moment there, I was there going, "Hang on, we've got another demon prince build." <laughs> <laughs> and the Liber Hereticus, which it wasn't that the book Logar wrote that one yeah. time. Uh, it's a psycho. It's a book only. that he's still writing. We'll never stop. No. In the psychic phase, the bearer can attempt to manifest one additional psychic power. Well, there you go. Each time the bearer successfully manifests, adds six to the range of that power's effects. If the psychic power specifies multiple ranges, e.g. Gift of Chaos, the rule only affects the first range specified in each psychic power. There you go. So yeah, plenty of relics to like there, and there'll be plenty of combos to be found. Speaking of psychic powers, we're at the Dark Hereticus Disciple and so, the Malefic Disciple. Yeah, so basically the Dark Hereticus, we're not going to go into the powers, we'll name the names of them, and a lot of them, again, will be very familiar, much like the, the, the stratagems. There's... But the, basically the Hereticus is your standard cast Space Marines, and your Malefic is for your Masters of Possession, and each of the, the data sheets will explain which ones you can pick from. Mm. I'm going to call it now and say the Malefic ones are the ones I'm most interested in, but they're also the ones that you get the least access to. Yes, you because, can get them with the Balefire, Balefire Tome on a Heretic Yeah, and I, th- I think you'll be taking that a bit because the power, particularly if you're building around Demon Engines and Demon Kin, because a lot of the Malefic yes. powers work in those keywords, whereas the Dark Hereticus ones tend to work on sort of the Traitor Astartes rules. Um, so you still get... with What are the six powers for... Because um, there's also, oh, before we go there, there's also a Nurgle, a Slanesh, and a Zench specific but not one. not a corn one. I was confused about that for a second. I'm like, oh. Yeah, n- no, of course there's not a corn one, you yeah, genius. I know. <laughs> it took me a second, but I got there. So we got... Skeins of Fate for Zench, Putrid Miasma for Nurgle, and Delightful Agonies for Slanesh. Uh, yeah. Um, Infernal Gaze, Prescience, Diabolic Strength, Death Hex, Gifts of Chaos, and Warp Time. So Warp Time is a key one, which is no longer... If you do the move, it's a normal move, and you can't do anything else. Death Hex, I think, is probably the winner there for me, because it still removes invulnerable saves to one unit within 12. That one is good. I like that It's a really good power. Um, But the Malefic ones are the ones I'm most interested in. So there's Warp Marked, which is... um... Warp charge of seven if manifested enemy unit within this with eighteen of this psycho until the start of your next psychic phase. Each friendly le- legion demon kin or demon engine model 
It's plus it's one to the attacks wound roll, so plus one to wound. Yeah. And they all go through that. There's one that heals. Um, and just give us the names for them real quick. Uh, Pact of Flesh is the healing one. Cursed Earth is pretty much the, the same it's as it a, was. Well, it's an involved bubble. Possession, which is... It's mortal wounds from memory? Yeah. Infernal power and mutated invigoration. Mm. And they either do mortal wounds or they buff demon units, basically. Yeah. And again... I keep looking back at those creations of Bile going, oh, well, there's, you know, take a Master of Possession or two, make sure you've got a couple of the tomes in the units, and then stack it with Warp Talons and um, Possessed, and you start getting some real interesting stuff happening. Um, the healing one's really good as well for things like Demon Princes and... As well as like Morlefiend, yeah. Like they already heal one per. But per if you can turn, but if like, you can heal another D three, you can get them up a bracket at that point, which yeah. means that they could, especially with the other with the thing from earlier, the stratagem. Mm. So just keep them a Morlefiend that's in the middle of yeah, the table, just around. It's on one wound now. It's on five wounds, and you're left going, "Are you kidding me right now?" Oh, it's <laughs> up a bracket, which means it punches me harder. Yeah, although the the deterioration on the the fiends has also been fixed a little bit. They don't lose attacks or strength anymore. They just lose weapon skill and ballistic skill. Yeah, they they also and movement from memory. They do move. They do lose movement. Yeah, but they used to lose strength and attacks. Now they don't. They also don't move as far. They used to move twelve. Now it's only ten and eight for the Morlefiend and Forgefiend respectively. Yeah, but they um, I've got better weapons and all sorts now. Yeah. Anyway, um, so psychic powers all pretty solid. I think. They're not going to be game-breaking. I think a well-timed Death Hex is still potentially the best power that you can lay your hands on. Because if you... Oh, I don't know. You've got the demon weapon that lets you ignore um, Feel No Pains and Wound Caps. And then you, and also then you dump Death, Death Hex, Hex on something. Maybe with a Demon Prince. Um, all of a sudden, you're there going, hang on a minute. I've, I've now got your... fives or sixes on my armor because I'm relying on... like You've already negged three or better. Yeah, and if you're in wanton destruction, which is I think the melee one, you're you know exploding sixes to hit and everything else, you start going, oh, this, you know, your six wound phoenix lord two up three up max three wounds a phase is suddenly shaking in his boots, going, oh, I'm going to die in a he round of combat. Panicking, yeah. There's your Baharath killer. Yes, we don't use. No, we use that. <laughs> All right, what's next? Um, the prayers to the dark gods. So these are essentially your chaplain things. You still roll dark to apostle. use them. Yeah, you... That's on threes for for these, the same as the chaplain. Mm. Um, and they're pretty similar to the chaplain ones in that there's rerolls to hit, there's, yeah, um, there's rerolls to charge is one of them from memory. Buffs for the wanton massacres and slaughter, there's rerolls, there's there's a bunch of just fun stuff. There's like yeah. a bunch of rerolls and fun stuff to mess around with, with the prayers to the dark gods. They all... I think there'll be a couple, again, depending on your build, and this is the hard part about this sort of, when people start reviewing this book in more depth, there's going to be situations where they're going to go, oh, this is the best prayer to take, because in their mind, they've written a list around certain units, and for them, they're 100% right. But that doesn't mean but that if you're playing it, every Yeah, and, I don't, and, that's, and that's the thing. Going through this book, I still feel like there's a couple of winners and losers in some of the categories, but it's a much better balanced book than it has been in mm. previous editions. And we've seen that, in terms of design philosophy, the like the Eldar book was very similar in that 
you didn't feel bad about taking any of the units. Some were better than others, but you didn't feel bad when you took the units that weren't yeah. the quote-unquote best. And this feels the same way. What's next? Um, Warlord traits, the non-Legion-specific ones. So there's, oh, look, there's, there's six of them. and Reroll attacks with... There's, there's nothing especially surprising there. Unholy Fortitude, Hatred Incarnate, Lord of Terror, Eternal Vendetta, Gaze of the Gods, and Flames of Spite. So they're all somewhat fim- similar to what they were. Yeah. And then we move straight into... The chapter approved rules, yeah. So the three secondaries in here are already in the Nephilim book. They're the one thing that did carry over. The Long War for the Dark Gods and Rise to Glory, so for... Yeah, the Rise to Glory one's a really long and complicated one, which is basically a Nachman data or whatever they call the latest data thing in this bloody book, Nephilim data. But it's done, you declare each of the table quarters for one of the, the Dark Gods. Yeah, it's... And then while you've got units with the same mark in that corner, you get benefits. But if you're in the opposing mark, you get penalties. Oh, that's that's for the Dark Gods. Yeah. Yeah, not Rise to Glory. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of it, depending on how many table quarters you... Mark depends on how many points you get, mm. um, which is a great thematic one. I don't know how many times you'll see it taken. It sounds fun to use, but you need to have a unit of each chaos mark to use it. Well, no, you don't because you can mark it. You pick when you mark it. You don't have to have a unit of corn to mark it corn. You just have to declare at each of those table quarters. So you say you start in your your home objective. If you were running, say, um, Zench. Uh, Havocs, like I was talking about. Yeah, you just... You declare the, your home one, you'd, you'd perform the action, that way your your Zench units are going to get the benefit. But if you've got any Nurgle units in that quarter, you're going to take penalties because that's the opposed Chaos God. And then when you go to the next table yeah. quarter, if you've got no corn, you can still declare it for corn. It just means you've got no one who's going to get a benefit. And if you've got no Slanesh, you've got no one who's going to take a penalty. So it, you'd... It'd... You would be better to take the Chaos Gods who are neutral to each other if you were doing that objective in the same list. Like, Yeah, you don't want to take opposed because then you potentially give yourself... But it depends on what the roles... And again, it depends on how you build. Like Nurgle and Korn or Slanesh and Zinch or... Yeah. I think I think there's a way of building for this that you would also do the data at the same time because you're already in the table quarters. Yes, yeah, so you could... But obviously you can only perform one action a phase. Mm. So I think you do this one instead of data... And I think this one's actually just better because not only do you get the points, but you're also getting stat buffs and benefits. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting one. I really like it. It's nice and thematic. I like. I do like the thematic. You have that to. Throw into I will say, if you go into a tournament, you decide to use that. Make sure you've got the right markers, like just a forty mil yeah. base with the corn symbol on it, the Zench symbol, the Slanesh symbol, and the Nurgle mm. symbol. Just so you so can just drop them opponent. in the corners and go. Cool. This one's been done. It's Nurgle. This one's been corn. It's Zench. Because I would hate to be in a table and going, what was what corner again? I did this one, Slanesh. And then two turns later, what was this one again? Oh, it's Nurgle. Wink, wink. Nah. Was it though? Um, so just make sure it's very clear for your opponent for ease yeah. of play. Because that kind of that could bring in some like feels bad moments yeah, if you exactly. don't remember. Yep. Markers are always better. Oh, there's, a, there's a crusade section in this book. Well, look, like all the crusade sections, We're just gonna skip it's over very, it. very extensive. This one even, you can even have characters turn into spawn or elevate to demon princes over the course yeah, of it, which is really cool. That's fun, but like... I think I think crusade deserves its own episode to talk about. And we, maybe we, um, we've been talking about doing a crusade between my Corsair Eldar and your Chaos anyway. Yeah. So maybe we'll play a couple of games 
when the two armies are in a table ready state and um we'll record those on video and the progress of them and we'll use all the crusade rules and see what we think but for now let's spin forward past the crusade because we're already an hour into this episode are we yeah we're an hour in uh, time flies when you're committing heresy <laughs> <laughs> that's one way of putting it um, um, so starting let, at the data sheets. Okay, so um, let the galaxy burn is the main army rule. In a that, nutshell, flamers get two extra shots, and then you, depending on the turn, you either get during the first battle round, every every unit in the army is engaged in wanton destruction. Then from the second, it's wanton massacre. At the start of the third, select wanton massacre or wanton slaughter, and then fourth and subsequent, it is wanton slaughter. slaughter. Yep. And basically, in turn one, it means that heavy... I think it's heavy, rapid fire, and assault. Uh, each time a heavy, rapid fire, or grenade. Oh, heavy, rapid fire, or grenade, sixes to hit, explode. Yeah, so it's... And then in turns two, and then optionally turn three, it's, it's rapid fire... Assault, assault or pistol, and pistol. Which is... And then in turns four and five, but also optionally three, it's melee, pistol... Assault, pistol, melee. And assault, yeah. So basically, it just encourages you to move across the battlefield and obviously sort of not... figure out what you're going to be. Yeah. And again, this is something you'd build for because in your brain, if you're going, I'm going to run a lot of assault units, you're going, cool, turn one is shooting, turn two is shooting, turn three is stabbing. <laughs> and turns three, four, and five are all about the stabbing. We can't stab you without getting closer. <laughs> no. So, and you build around that. Um, it, it is sort of fun to see the Chaos Space Marines sort of mirror the Space Marines through like a twisted... Well, I like the fact it's not extra attacks. Like, yeah. it's it's Oh, sorry. It's not just the AP buff. Mm. It's a... No, we're just going to get better at hitting you more often. It's sort of like how the old Death of the Force Emperor worked, but like they've... It's not only in melee now. Yeah. Now it works across different... It means that you're never going to be in a situation... Actually, that's not true. You will have units like Havocs or Obliterators that don't mm. have certain weapons at certain times... But that's actually okay. Yeah. Because those units are going to be doing different things at different parts of the game anyway. Mm. So um, I should also point out this does also affect vehicles as well. Yes. Which so makes things really interesting for Forge Fiends, Mauler Fiends, Hell Drakes, Land Raiders. Turn 1 Land Raider is actually really interesting with Especially multiple LAS cannons. Nine as well. Me yeah. And those those soul burner la- the soul burner allows cannons a D six plus two as well. So getting exploding sixes on those is kind of funny. Even oh. uh, forge fiends with ectoplasma cannons or Hades cannons, and then exploding sixes turn one, kind of cool. It's not game breaking, but it, when you do roll hot and you go cool, I've got four sixes out of my eight shots, and oh. all of a sudden you're going I've got eight shots but eleven hits. What? <laughs> that's I love that's always that fun. Happens. Um. So, in terms of data sheets, which is kind of where we move to next, did I miss anything? Um, just like the Legion keyword, warp strike, malicious volleys, demon engine. Oh yeah, so they keep they keep malicious volleys, which is the bolter rule, and um, demon engine is the five up invulnerable and heal one wound of, um, at the start of your command phase. Yeah. Um, we go yeah. on to the Warmaster of Chaos himself, abandon the despoiler. Now, he stayed as a HQ. He not did. Not a Lord of War, which is... I um, like that. Uh, not a Lord of War, sorry. A... Um, Supreme Commander, which yes. is what I assumed he would get, because it would make sense to make him a Supreme Commander. Why they didn't, I have no idea. Mortarian is Gilliman is. Um, Mortarian Gilliman. Gaz. Gaz, I believe. Mm, Shadow Sun. Shadow Sun definitely is, and so is um, 
Magnus. The, no, Magnus is, and the big dude on the throne, the Necron dude. Uh, Silent King. Yes. Cesarek? No, That's, I don't I think it's someone. Name. It doesn't matter. He has a name, but don't they, know didn't, it. they didn't make the Avatar. They didn't make. It's almost like they've forgotten that detachment exists. Because, like, one <clears throat> faction uses it. Well, the Drukari didn't get anything for it. and Did they have anything that could be in it? Gene Steel Cult didn't get anything for it. I don't even think Tyranids did. Because the, the Swarm Lord is still HQ as well. Maybe they could get like a Forge World unit to fill that it's spot. Really, but even then, they but don't it's really... it's really weird. Like, yeah. uh, it, it feels like there's natural choices in most of these books that could easily have gone down that road and they didn't. Anyway, Abaddon they've already previewed on the Warhammer community site. He is a beat stick of pretty... He, he's up there. He's... Two up, four up, T6. Uh, yep. With He's nine wounds. Eight attacks, leadership 11, and a two up save. And he ignores the first failed, so reduces the damage to zero on the first failed save. And he only takes three wounds of phase. And he has all the marks of chaos. Yes, which, which... means that he's also plus one strength. And he's obviously that's where the ignore damage thing comes from. Yeah. Um, and the minus one to wound. And the always strikes first, just to add insult to injury. Drashnian is a suitably terrifying weapon, where it's th- flat three damage and sixes do D3 mortals. Yeah, uh, strength three plus, AP minus four, so it's so he's strength, strength ten, nine. Because Mark of Corn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if he charges, it's even worse. Um, um, Talon of Horus is... Is double attacks. It's only one yeah. damage, but it's, du- it's basically a super lightning claw. It is AP minus four as well, so it matches Drachnian when it comes to AP. So it's and he's base strength six, yeah. Yes. So he's strength seven with the mark of corn with on the charge sixteen attacks. Always strike first. They're only they're only one damage, but if you need to obliterate a squad of any like, one wound target, scouts are they two wounds? I don't Guardsmen. know. Guardsmen. Why you charge? I'm more thinking aspect warriors. Are they um, only one wound? All, except the Exarch. But if you just shoot through the other nine models in the squad, the, I don't think he's going to be around one, for much longer. No, I don't think he's going to have a good day. Um, and that's the interesting part about. I've seen a lot of people complaining about the Talon of Horus not being scary, and I'm going, no, no, it's scary. It's just scary in a dip. They've tried to make the weapons because in the past you'd go, I'm always using Drachnian or I'm always using the Talon. Every edition, there's been. I'm always using this weapon because it's just better. Better, yeah. I would argue now, at least, even though Drachnian feels un, um, like an overwhelming weapon compared to the Talon, there is a time where the Talon, you go, oh my god, I've got to clear these 10 Skatari off this objective. You're all dead. Stab them all to death, yes. You don't need Drachnian at that point because you're wounding them on twos. The AP is the same. I want the extra dice where I'm rolling more attacks to guarantee I'm killing 10, not rolling eight dice and probably killing six. You do get the mortal wounds, but even then, it's it's not relevant. It's better to have more dice when because you don't need more wounds when they're if you only have one to face twenty targets. orc boys that are one wound, you'd use you use the, the talon. talon. It just it just makes sense. Um, so I do th- I do like the fact that it is now a viable choice. It's also strength five in shooting now. Um, it is, and, and it's still minus one two damage, but you do get four shots. Yeah, so it's an okay shooting weapon for him. Um. Um, he uh, does get the Mark of Chaos Ascendant, which is... Is basically the four marks combined. But a bit tougher. Does he get that in addition to the standard No, no, marks? that's... The Mark of Chaos Ascendant says that it's... Like, if you look at what you get for it, it's just the four marks. Oh, yeah, it's plus one strength, damage... Yeah, it's yeah, literally okay. just the four marks. <laughs> he doesn't get that on top of... I was going to say, that'd be a bit... Yeah. Four up and vulnerable save, can't lose more than three wounds in the in any phase. 
any wounds that are lost after that. He's for three hundred points. There's not many things that are going to want to stand in front of him. He does have to be the warlord if your army is battle forged, and he gets two warlord traits though, because he gets um, the Black Legion one, and then he gets another one that they've pre-allocated. Does doesn't he get three of them? He might get three. Maybe it's two plus the Black Legion one. I forget. Doesn't matter. He's for three hundred points. He's pretty scary. Who's next? Uh, Harkin World Clamor. So he's the jump pack chaos lord. <sighs> he's a little bit too expensive. He's about 150 points from memory. Yeah. Um, he's been improved. He was. In, he wasn't good last. In, well, now he's from memory. He actually has an invulnerable save now for he starters, does, which is because nice. They didn't give it to him last time. No, I don't know why. The spear is actually reasonable. Um, yeah, it's assault one, and it's each. It's it's a beam it's, weapon. It's the lantern on yeah, the time. Yeah, it's a beam weapon. Yeah. And the Herald's Talon is just a weaker version of the Talon of Horus, which is... Yeah, it's a it's an improved improve. Lightning Claw. Yeah. He gets Let the Galaxy Burn. He does get Warp Strike, which is... The Deep Strike rule. Yeah. Yep. He's basically the only way you can run a Jump Pack character now. Yeah, because they got rid of the Sorcerer and the... The Kelsey. one thing I will... Well, we'll talk about those in a second, but the one thing I will say for Harkin World Claimer, if you have a Jump Pack Chaos Lord and you're not running... Like, if you're just running Black Legion... It now no longer matters what your model is armed with, because because Harkin World Claimer has a fixed loadout. So if you put your Chaos Lord on the table and he's got a giant axe and a power fist, he can still be Harkin World Claimer because you can't change because it you can't change it. So WYSIWYG actually becomes irrelevant because there's no way of giving a Chaos Lord a jump pack other than Harkin other than World Claimer. Yeah. So in a way, and I'm trying to put a positive spin on it because I know cast players are salty about it. Oh, they so are. In a way, it is actually quite freeing. If you're going to run Black Legion, it doesn't matter now. You can just run whatever model you have. Put him on a 40 mil base and... It's Harkin World Harkin World Claimer. Call him whatever the hell you like. He's Mark and Herd Claimer. Like, <laughs> call him whatever the hell you feel like. He's got a profile. He's got a stat line. Johnny Planet Taker. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to put a positive spin on the loss of that yeah. Warbeer item. Um, the sad thing is... Unless you've got three of them like me. <laughs> or you're not running Black Legion. Yeah. Anyway, who's next? Huron Blackheart, who kind of he kind of took, uh, took a double hit. Because he was yeah. like 80 points and a Psyker and a Chaos Lord. And now, now, now he's, he's only Psychic, psychic for one... in one phase. And he's like 120 points. He's not... No. And look, the fact... I was hoping if we got a new model, we'd get new rules. Mm. And we kind of got an average character that you'll probably never take. Pass. Nah. Move, unless there's something we're missing on our first read-through. Um, and it is a cursor read-through. We can be wrong with this. I will add that again. We're just kind of <laughs> taking first glances and going, eh, that looks all right. That doesn't look all right. Move on. He's a little familiar. It doesn't have any rules. So it's like, we recommend using the Hamadrea model next to this model as a reminder for the psychic thing. No. I haven't used it. I haven't used it. I haven't used it yet. Take it off now. I've used it. Yeah. Yeah. The Demon Prince is next. Now Interesting, this, it doesn't show the new model. And which, it doesn't have a warp bolter as an option, which the new model they've already previewed to us shows. So are we going to get like another Eldari Autark situation happening? I here? reckon there's an entire yeah, possibility of that. I have a feeling that's coming. Um, or, and this would be hilarious, they turn around and go, no, 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 Chaos Demon Demon Princes <laughs> they get, a get, warp the new, get the new model in the warp bolter and new you know, Chaos Space Marine play. After a Chaos you know, Space Marine you, know you, you, you got us like whinging all the time? Ha ha, you're not getting <laughs> Whinge it. Whinge louder. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wouldn't put... They've done it before. Just they've done, as planned. They've done weird stuff like that before. Who knows? So yeah, there is no warp bolter in the data sheet um, and it is the old for the current small 60 mil based plastic demon prints that is 55 Australian dollars I think the new one's going to be on a 60 mil base it's kind of hard to tell from the photos yeah he's much bigger though he looks much bigger 
Anyway, um, comes with a sword and a talon, can swap the sword for another talon or an axe, can be given wings, and that's the extent of his rules. I wish that they changed wings to demonic flight so you could just have well, them flying and you well, don't wings, have to model wings. Wings does give... I mean, if you showed up with a giant jump pack, like an Iron Warriors character with it... <laughs> I've seen them done. Like, um, taking one of the Perturabo's Iron Circle and then mounting a, like a big turbine <laughs> on the back and going, is my Demon Prince with wings? You go, yep, that's a Demon Prince with wings. Go for it. Um, I think wings is always a word that... It conjures images of dragon wings, but mm. ultimately, again, as long as you're not taking the Mickey, like, like the the demon prince with the, like the big vents on his back, those aren't wings. No, but if you rock up with sort of big, um, like ghostly wings from a Morgast from AOS, or like the plague drone wings, yeah, from like the... I don't care, like that, that's fine yeah. as far as I'm concerned. It He's... used to be called demonic flight in like second and third edition. Yeah, he look, he he has lost a lot of options. He's now literally. Two talons, sword and talon, axe and talon, wings or no wings, and a mark. That's mm. the length and breadth he of it. He has to take a mark because it's a demon unit. Yes. Yep. So he has to have a mark of chaos, so you can't have an undivided demon prince. Um, but he is still a character, so he can take relics. And if he's one of the other ones, he's a psyker as well? Uh, yes. Corn, no psyker, but he's a psyker if... He's the other three, yeah. Yeah. And he's cast two, deny one, or cast one, deny one? Um... Reading. reading. I am, I am, I am <laughs> how, can, how many can it he manifest? Can attempt to deny one and it can use one. So cast one, deny one. Okay. He also has a four up de- demonic save against range, but a five up demonic save against melee. Which so, is he's, he's, so he used to be a five up involved. Now he's just now a he's four up, a, five up. Yeah. Okay. From a three up save. But he's only 120, 130 yeah, points base. I'll, we'll have a look at that in a he's, second, but he's, he's, pretty, he's like a good He's choice. competitively priced, and I wouldn't feel bad about putting him on the table. I would assume, as we've just mentioned, that yes, we will get a data sheet download like the Autark, which yeah. is, yep, here's your option. It's one line. May take a warp bolter for this many points. Here's the profile for the warp bolter. Now shut the hell up. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> that's that's what I'm expecting. But, I mean, yeah. Um. Anyway. Next up, we have everyone's favorite uncle, Fabulous Bill. Fabius is, Fabius is always interesting because no one ever he's he's kind of a slept on unit a lot of the time because the buffs that he hands out, um, like he normally is it is he still got the you know at, before the game pick a unit thing? Uh, he, what was it called the church? That's his bio, like that's his um Nakathium modifier the big sort of enhance warriors. Yes, in your movement phase you can start to perform this action and core infantry within three which don't have the mark of chaos or an enhancement can get an enhancement on a D3. And if he's still got the little Acolyte lad with him, if it's not died, you can, like, get buffs to that. Okay. So you can add one strength, add one to the toughness, or add one to the attack. So it's... They're all good. Well, they're basically... The plus one strength, so pseudo mark of corn for free. Yeah. Um, the toughness one is a pseudo mark of Nurgle for free. Um, and the attacks is... Mark of Slanesh. Slanesh for free. Um, you can't kill Fabius without killing the Acolyte though that's one thing yeah but you'd always allocate the wounds to the Acolyte before Fabius oh absolutely he's just an ablative wound yeah is he one wound or two for the Acolyte uh one wound okay so he's just a, a bullet catcher yeah okay he's got an, a couple alright weapons they're not he's, he's gotten progressively better over the years his original version in second edition was a bit crap mm. and he's slowly gotten better 
I feel like there's some cool stuff that could be done with Fabius Bile, like, but mostly it's buffing and helping other units. Than... But they're units that you haven't marked, which yeah. is the hard part. And so they're, they're core to... units you haven't marked. And at that point, I'm going, oh, am I really doing that? Am I taking core units that aren't marked? Or am I just taking Demonkin, which can't be marked, but they're not core anyway? So At that point, is Fabius even the best choice for that? Exactly. That, that remains to be seen, but I'm sure someone will come up with something. Who's next? It's Cypher. I love Cypher. Oh, I don't like Cypher. <laughs> so good. I'm really disappointed oh. there's no rules for Fallen anymore. There isn't. Um, Yay. I'm, I'm waiting for an army of renown oh. in a campaign book. That's where that's... Yeah. I guarantee that's where you'll find you'll it. You'll bust out your Dark Angels. Yep. I've got two Cyphers. Um, of course you do. An old, an he's old one good and a new is the one. problem. Yes, he is good. I, I want, <laughs> for 80 I'm, points, he's good. I, I want to make a Cypher because he's good, but I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst I, I read a couple of the Black Crusade stuff he just shows up and he's bothers a jerk. people <laughs> yeah, yeah. And did, oh. you, did you know that he rescues Gilliman of course he does so, like during the resurrection yeah yeah oh. <laughs> so he um, he's trying to take uh, a sword he's trying to take the lion sword to Terra to redeem the dark oh sorry half of them think he's going to redeem them half of them think he's going to try and kill the emperor and he's the one who lets... When Gilliman's captured by the Black Legion, he's the one who lets Gilliman out and helps escape. And he makes a deal with Gilliman to basically take me to Terra, take me to the Emperor. And the story is really well written. If you've got Warhammer Plus going to the vault and read the third Gathering Storm book, because it actually is all yeah. in there. And basically they get to the doors of the Emperor's throne room with Cypher in tow. And Gilliman turns around and goes, yeah, I've changed my mind. You're not going in there. But that's just rude. And there's Sisters of Silence and there's Custodies everywhere. And Cypher actually looks, because the door's open. It's only open a little bit. But Cypher basically does the maths in his head and still thinks he's fast enough to get through the door before they can catch him. Oh my God. And he, he goes, mm, but all of his fallen who are with him will die if he does it. And he goes, nah. Don't think I'll do that. So he lets himself be taken hostage. Oh, he lets himself be taken hostage. He does. He, sure he, he turns around and goes, yeah, okay, fine. I won't do that. Take me to prison. Uh -huh. And they Gilliman goes in, sees the emperor, has his power with the emperor, comes out and goes, now I'm going to go and deal with this little bastard. Goes down into the, the dungeon of terror. Well, I guess he's gone. He's gone, he's but gone. all the fallen are still there. And you've got Cypher loose on terror. <laughs> I'm just gone. The last time a traitor was loose on terror, <laughs> this, Conrad Kerr went around eating people. This is bad. But yeah, Cypher is a jerk. <laughs> Um, and he's also the, still the same cipher from Heresy. He is yeah. the last. He's the last cipher's a title, not a name. Not a name. Uh, twin pistols, no combat weapon to speak of, but he can shoot when he falls back. He's got a really awesome bolt pistol and a decent plasma pistol. Um, you can only. He's got a four up, and you can only wound him on a four up, which is. Yep, hit him on a four up or wound him on a four up. Uh, hit him, I think. Yeah, he's only hit on fours, and you can't re-roll. And then he's four up and vulnerable, and then once per phase, once per game, he can redeploy as well. Yeah, you can just place him into strategic reserves at the end of your shooting. And phase. then on a four plus, it costs you double CP as well. He's got a rule that messes with your CP. Yeah, agent of discord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's good though. He can't be a warlord. He can't. Um, but I really love this model. What are his keywords? Faction keywords. Uh, chaos, heretic Astartes, Traitorous Astartes, fallen character infantry agent of chaos, which means you can take him. Yep. And Cypher. So okay. you can take Cypher in a Death Guard army. The fact that he has the keyword Fallen... Makes me think there's going to be an, gonna, army, there's of an army of Renown somewhere on the, the wings. And it'll basically be take these Chaos units, 
give them the fallen, the fallen keyword, keyword and gain legion. this and gain this legion rule. Yeah. The master of possession is next. I think this model's one because you you need him for Malefic. I think you'll see mm. if you're building around the demon kin, which to be honest, given the points values for obliterators and raptors, not raptors, warp talons and possessed, I think you'll see a few master of possessions because the malefic yeah. powers benefit them greatly. Um, he's gone up a wound. He's five wounds now. He is five wounds now, and he's gotten uh, a three up, a four up in vulnerable. Save. Rather than a five up, and his oh, weapon's better. Sorry, he's got a five up instead of a four up. No, he had a four up. Now he's got a five up. Oh, okay. Because he's a demonkin. He's got a sacrificial dagger, which is each time and this model attempts to manifest a psychic power. Oh, he can do he can do wounds to something else, can't he? Yes. He's also he, while an enemy unit is within twelve each time that unit suffers peril, it does an additional model wound. So he's yeah, he's he's pretty good. I, I like this model. I, I'm still not sure how they're going to release him because they've taken away the start collecting book. Can you buy him separately? He is a separate sprue, but you can't buy him separately yet. He's like he's on his own little sprue. So they're, they're, they're clearly trying to figure out what they're going to do with that because the venom yeah. crawler you can't buy separately either. I'm and hoping the for a multi-part obliterator kit, but like I can't believe we still don't have the these three units there straight off the bat that. They could just like. What do they do with that? Well, they could do the same thing with like the heroes of the chapter that they did with the Space Marines of Dark Imperium before they released the Ancient Wood Banner, like the oh, Primaris yeah. Ancient. Sorry. Or there's the um, you still get the, the weird like, leftover part of from the Indominus. Plague, no, the Plague Marine on the Poxwalker Sprue. Oh yeah, <laughs> you well, get just... like half of a Plague Marine. They just go, yeah, we don't talk about that. Oh, no, you can. They don't even like stay on the back. Oh, you can get the Chosen of Mortar. Nope. No, they just ignore this yeah, piece. Ignore that. You know, <laughs> they, I think they say that in the instructions. They do. I haven't built that. Ignore this piece. Yeah. yeah. Um, Master Possessions, yeah, pretty good. Next is just a Vanilla Cheesecake Chaos Lord. Now, this is the Power Armored version. Who's, uh, this is the model with the Thunder Hammer. And he's, Obsidious Malax from Blackstone Fortress. He actually, if you look at his base war gear, he actually comes with a Thunder Hammer. Uh, plasma Pistol Standard Supercharged <clears throat> and the Thunder Hammer, yeah. Yep. And then he can still take weapons from the melee list and the pistol list and swap stuff. So you can still kind you of build your own. can give him two melee weapons because you can replace his Thunder Hammer with a melee weapon and then the Plasma Pistol with a bolt pistol or a melee weapon okay so you can do the you thing can, with the you, yeah. emperor's not the emperor's student, the, slash, the slash, slash demon weapon demon weapon that's it um no bike that's still a legends and no jump, no jump pack, pack. No bike. Oh, so he is he is relegated to he's basically now a primaris character yeah the the primaris space marine characters are the same uh next up is the castle lord in terminator armor the just a little chunky lad. He's he's the Chaos Lord in Terminator armor. Slightly he gets, slower, can deep strike, and he's got different weapon <coughs> options. Yeah, he gets an option for combi weapons and a few other bits and pieces because that's yes. what the kit comes with. So he's pretty much the same thing. Cost a few more points is a bit. To be fair, both of these characters for cheap combat units are actually pretty solid. I think if I were going to take one though, I'd take it probably in Terminator armor just for the two up save. If you're going to walk around the battlefield, and you can deep strike in anyway. I'd probably end up taking him in Terminator armor over power armor. They do both have a four up invulnerable. And that's and that's yeah. my point is I'd rather have the two up armor than the three up armor for the sake of a movement when I can deep strike. It's it's like what? 10 it's only a few points. Yeah, it's not much. I think I think I'd go Terminator armor. Mm. Uh, it, it, it again, it depends what you want to use them for. To be fair, the sorcerer I feel the same. The source, the basic sorcerer, which is I think next, is, is yeah. super cheap. I think he's about eighty points. Uh, no, he went up to like 95. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, whereas I just take the Terminator one. Which is underneath it. Yeah, it's the same thing with the... The biggest thing though is the source, the basic sorcerer doesn't get an invul save, does he? 
Um, no, he does. He has also only got one option in a bolt pistol and a force save. But the the chaos, sorry, the sorcerer and terminator armor, he gets way more options for weapons because he still gets all the different gear. Plus, he's got terminator armor, so it's two up, five up. And he's got chaos familiar, which is a little no, yeah, which again comes in the box. Final, we recommend using chaos familiar. Oh, you can once per battle re-roll a psychic yeah. test for this mod. So, like, you'd use it to mark, like, here on Blackheart's so, Hamadrea. Again, if you're if you're going cheap, the basic Chaos Sorcerer is fine. If yeah. you're just wanting to get Death Hex and warp time in the uh, in the army, basic Chaos Sorcerer completely fine. If you expect him to be in the thick of it, you'd want him to have a better weapon, just, a better. We'll just take the Terminator. He's only got a five up though, because he's not. It's just Terminator got the armor. Of corruption. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But still, two up, five up versus three up and nothing. Yeah. Um, there's there's a choice there that you'd make depending on. Well, the, at three up though, you're vulnerable to snipers and all sorts of stuff because, yeah. you, like you think about Eldari sniper rifles. Yeah, sixes to wound a mortal. Neither of them can stop that, but they're only AP minus one, which means that armor of contempt kicks in, and so one saving on threes, one saving on twos. You so, your your probability of life literally goes up sixteen percent. Yeah, and I think that that's got value. Um, so yeah. I think that also, it depends on how you use them. If they're going to buff themselves, you'd want the Terminator one. But if they're going to buff other, other yeah. units, it... But if you're going to be in the thick of it, you want the Terminator armor. It depends on the situation, yeah, like you say. I would go Death Hex in Terminator armor, because that's only got a range of 12. <laughs> just deep and strike you're going to deep in. strike in and like pop it. Retinue and of Terminators. It, even by himself, because then you can yeah, place cause... him in really awkward spots where units can't fit, but one model can. And you get him in there, dump death hex on something, um, and then nuke it. And then you just shoot it to bits, punch it, it to bits, whatever it happens to be. But that that ability to deep strike on that model with death hex will be super good. Anyway. Next up is Slanesh's lad, Lucius the Eternal. He's actually pretty solid now. At 120 points, he's not bad. When you actually go through and look at how it all stacks together... He always fights first. He makes you fight last. He's got a mm. boatload of attacks. He's got a decent strength and AP and damage. When your uh, weapon skill is good, he gets more attacks and more damage. If you kill him, you take damage because of the armor yeah. of freaking souls. He's actually a pretty solid model. The main drawback is you have to play Emperor's Children because he doesn't have Agents of Chaos. No, he is an Emperor. He's the Emperor's Children character. Yeah, he's like Typhus, Khan, or Araman. He's the Herald of the God. Yeah. And if you're taking a Noise Marine army, then he's a really good combat character. Because he does still have a Doom Siren he as well. He does. It's not modeled on him at It all. is. He's got the the back... I, I thought those were like canisters or something. No, that's the Doom Siren. Fair enough. They, they always look... They... Uh, yeah, they look like canisters, but that's at some point someone said, no, no, that's a Doom Siren. And if you look at the Doom Siren, it looks almost the same, except it's got vents in the front of it, whereas the original version, they were combat drugs. That's what I thought, like the, the Dracari yep. style ones. And then at some point, someone went, no, no, that's a Doom Siren. Trust us. And everyone squinted and went, are we sure? And he's gone, yeah, it's like a pipe organ. And you go, okay. Trust us on this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I actually really like the rules for Lucius. I reckon he has play for a combat character. He will take on equivalent 100 to 150 point characters and hold his own. He's pretty solid. He's not awesome, but you won't feel bad running him. And that's that's kind of the theme with a lot of the modern codexes is you can take him and you won't feel bad. It's you want choices that you can take and and not just be yeah. beaten handily. And that's what Lucius is. He will he will outdo a Chaos Lord, but he won't outfight a Baden or a Demon Prince. He 
he sits in a good space where if you want a combat character and you're playing Empress Children, you take him over Chaos Lord any day. Because he's like not that many more points and he's just better. Better, yeah. Uh, who's next? Dark Apostle? I just realized he doesn't have the whip. He does. It's a special rule called Lash oh, of the Torment. the Lash of Torment, right. Yep. Which is always fight last yes. for you. <laughs> just to make sure that he goes first. Who's next? Is it Dark Apostle? It is the Disco Lord, the Lord Discordant on Hellstalker. Now, this guy has been significantly changed. He's down to nine wounds, which, which is... means he doesn't degrade, which is nice. And it also means he can be hidden. Because he does, yes. um, he's no longer more than nine wounds. Um, he's got the Heldrake Bale Flamer or the... Hades Autocannon. Yep. Um, his profile... Hellstalker Autocannon. His glaive is no longer times two strength, it's plus two strength. And his combat stat line has been simplified a little bit. So basically yes. he fights, the Mechatendrites fight, and then the Hellstalker fights. Um, and they all have their own sort of profiles and it's a bit tidier to use. He doesn't have the massive buff aura he used to have. Mm. Um, but his points values didn't come that come down that far either. So yeah, he's he's okay if you're going to run demon engines. And again, this comes back to... Cause he, does he have demon kin? Um. Or demon engine as a keyword? He has demon engine. So he's affected by malefic discipline, which means you can heal him, you can empower him, you can do those things to him. He's also got demon, which means he needs a mark of chaos, doesn't he? Uh, don't know. Does he have a Does he have mark of undivided there? Uh, chaos undivided. So no. so he so he can have a mark. Yeah. He doesn't have to though. Um, he does do one. He's got Technovirus Injector, which means against vehicles, you can add one to the damage characteristic of an attack with a melee attacks when he's fighting them. Yep. And he can swap the... He can have a Magma Katakani. Yeah, instead of the Technovirus. Yeah, you never do that. Yeah, because that's just... The Technovirus is too beneficial in the modern game at the moment. Yeah, because everyone... For one Melter Pistol, rather than plus one to wound in combat against vehicles, when there's more and more Dreadnoughts turning up and that sort of stuff... The, the, the magma cutter's um, assault. It's one shot. It's a melter pistol, basically. Strength eight minus four, d six plus two. So yeah, it's a one shot melter gun versus plus one to wound for how? Like he's got like fourteen attacks in total when you add everything together. Um, I'll t yeah, I'll, I'll take the the bonus to his and attacks. also depending on the wanton on the yeah. the galaxy exploding burns. sixes. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty scary. Uh, the warp smith keeping in the so they took demon engines. Well, they took part of the buffs from the Hellstalker and moved them to him now, didn't they? Because he's got a buff aura for demon engines. It's plus one to hit. Enrage machine spirits, yeah. which is in the command phase. Enrage one friendly. If it does add one, yeah, it's plus one to hit once per turn. Is it ballistic skill or weapon skill? Ranged attacks, yeah. yeah. So that's good for... So forge fiends. Master of mechanisms, which at the end of your movement phase you can repair one. Within three up to D3, and each model can only repair once per turn. So, yeah, he can sit at the backfield with a couple of Forge Fiends and heal them and make sure they're hitting on twos. He's an engineer. He can take a Thunder Hammer or a Power Axe. A power axe and yeah. that's all he can do because <laughs> that's what the model is. Just I, is he available separately yet? I don't think um, he is. Him and the Chosen Art, but the Forge Fiend is because it was already. So, those are obviously coming as single kits very shortly. Um, my my Warpsmith was technically illegal until now because yep. I built him with Thunderhammer, which he couldn't well, take before. To be to be fair, technically that book isn't out for a week, so it's still technically illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> I don't have to know. Next, we have the Dark Apostle. Um, um, I think he picked up an extra wound. He's five wounds now as well. He is, yes, and he's got the his cursed Crozius is still a thing. He still can take his acolytes, and he still does chaplainy things. Um. 
everyone's going to have one because he's coming with the combat patrol. I think he comes with the Dark Acolyte standard. Oh, does he come with them standard, does he? I think so. Dark Disciples. They're oh, not no, options? No, you, you do have to add them. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I think, again, for combat armies, you'll see one kicking around pretty comfortably. Um, depending on what prayers you take for him. Mm. Um, and then the last character is the Exalted Champion, which is basically your lieutenant. Oh, there is still the Dark Commune after him. Oh, that's true, yes. The Cultist. Yeah, we'll talk about them properly. Uh, the Exalted Champion is basically the lieutenant. Yeah, he's like a weaker Chaos Lord who st- he gives rerolls to wound. He's literally a lieutenant. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally just a, a Space Marine lieutenant, but with spikes. You, you put him in a Rhino with some berserkers and you go to town. Yeah. The Dark Commune is the, the cultist, cultist HQ. HQ. Now, we should point out there is a rule, an army rule at the start that says you can never have more cultist units than you have Astartes units which means that this unit having the cultist rule, uh, having the cultist keyword, can't be your only HQ in a detachment. Is it not that they... Don't they have to not fill the same battlefield role? Is that not... Could you not just take a squad of Chaos Space Marines to make up for that? Oh, I don't know. Because um, I was under the first that, that worked, I'm not sure. That actually is a good point, because then you could take two of them as HQs. Um, and then, like, like, a squad of Chaos Marines, Terminators... Now, where did I see that rule? It's at the start of army rules, isn't it? Oh, it could very well be. I was looking under the data sheet section. Hang on, let's have a squiz. It's detachment abilities. Yeah. Champion of Chaos means you can only have one Chaos Lord, Demon Prince, or and one Dark Commune unit for each detachment. So, you'd, if so you can only take one anyway. A patrol, you'd need... Mere mortals is the rule. You cannot include more cultist units, in keyword, than Traitorous Core in each Chaos Space Marine detachment, and a cultist character cannot be your warlord if it contains any Heretic Astartes character models. Ah, so like the, uh, that screams that they're going to do an army of renown for a full cultist army. Well, there's also no Traitor Guard in here, and I reckon the Traitor Guard are going to be a... Ooh, so like Gene Stealer Cult. I reckon they're going to be a regiment in the Imperial Guard Codex, and when you take them, you'll replace keywords, and they'll be they'll be like Harlequins are. Yeah. Um. So the Dark Commune... You can only take one in the detachment, and then you have to have one core trader Astartes for every unit of cultists. Mm. So you can't run pure cultists, but you could run like a squad of five Chaos Space Marines as a troop's choice to make the Dark Commune legal as your only HQ, which could then be given a Warlord trait because you don't have a Heretic Astartes character. Yeah. I don't know why you would, but it, you it, could. You could. Maybe with um, Alpha Legion or Night... Uh, not Night Lords. Um, Word bearers. bearers. Where it's... So the Dark Commune comes with a Cult Demogorg, a Mind Witch, an, Iron Ar- an Icon Arc, and two Blessed Blades. It's a squad of five guys. But they have to all stand together. Yeah, they're a, they're a unit. It's not like Gaunt's Ghost where they can all go off in different directions. No, it's, um, it's like Imperial Guard. It's a command squad. Yeah. Um, and you basically get a situation where um, the, while the Demogorg's alive... Um, you automatically pass morale for the unit. While the Iconarch is alive, you get an aura of cultists within six, add two to their leadership, and reroll hit rolls of one. Yeah. The cult demagogue can also uh, use prayers to the dark gods. Which is the... Which is the, the chaplain yeah. thing. And the mind which knows smite and dark, uh, one dark creaticus power and can... Um, 
I think he casts one, denies one. Uh, yeah, casts one, deny one. And it clarifies you have to use him for line of sight rather than any model in the squad. Ah. Uh, and then. Does that mean you could have some that were not. that were like invisible, but because he's not, you can't shoot it? What do you mean? Oh, for him shooting. For his psychic okay, powers. Right. You have to measure to and from yeah, him. Yeah, I can just completely misunderstand what you're saying. Yeah, I get it now. No. Uh, and then the two blessed blades are just like bodyguards. Yeah. The squad is weapon school is 60 or 4, T3. The Blessed Blades are strength 4, whereas the rest of the squad's strength 3. The Demogorg and the Mind Witch have 3 wounds. The Icon Arc have 2 wounds. And then the Blessed Blades are 1 wound. The Demogorg is 3 attacks. The Mind Witch is 1. Everyone else is 2. And then the Demogorg's leadership 7, whereas everyone else's leadership 6. And then everyone's got a six plus armor save. They all come with close combat weapons. Uh, oh, actually, that's not true. The Demogorg is an auto pistol and stave. The Mind Witch is a close combat weapon and the Icon Arc is an auto pistol. The Blessed Blades come with a commune blade and everyone gets frag and crack. Just to make this unit that little bit more complicated. Yep. They don't have any options though. So you do just get what you get. Which means I can use that Forge World Psycho whose head is about to explode yep. instead of the weird guy with the head on a stick. The only interesting part is the Commune Stave, which is the uh, Demogorgue, is strength 3, neg 1, d3 damage. The Commune Blade, the Blessed Blades are, a strength 4, neg 3, flat 2. It's okay. But the reality is they're not there for combat. They're mm-hmm. there for... Bolstering. Wounds, well, they're yeah. also bolstering the like mass cultists around them because if yeah, you know, while they're within six, they get two to their leadership and everything else. Mm. I think next is the <coughs> the squad of cultists, and then no, we get the legionaries. Oh, the legionaries before that. Um, I just want to check two wounds. Something. Let's yeah, go. Well, that's it. Two wounds, three attacks. No, they're still one wound. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did add all the options from kill team. Yes, which I love. I, I really hope that we're going to do that because I build a bunch of the kill team specific ones. So squad's now 5 to 10, not 5 to 20. Sad that face. That does hurt the Red Corsairs slightly, but he, I, I kind of think that's for the, the better in some cases. So the aspiring champion can swap their bolt gun for a demon blade, a plasma pistol, or a melee weapon. The demon blade is a user neg 2 2 damage weapon and 6s to wound are one mortal wound in addition to all damage. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, the aspiring champion can swap their bolt pistol for a plasma pistol or a melee weapon. Yeah. It notes that you can't have two plasma pistols. It's maximum one per oh. model because I would totally do a double plasma pistol. You've got the model as well, dude, yep. haven't you? <laughs> one model can take an icon, which without a mark just is yeah. plus one to combat attrition. I wouldn't take it if unless I was taking a mark. You'd mark the squad. There's not really a point to that icon without a mark. No. Um, Do you still get plus one to combat attrition with the icon even if you mark it? Yeah, yeah. It's because the icon gives you the plus one to combat attrition tests. Okay. And then you gain the icon keyword and the icon keyword triggers the mark. Yeah. Uh, any number of legionaries can have their bolt gun replaced with a chainsword. Um, I'm sad it says replaced rather than in addition to because I feel like that would have been yeah. nice. Because um, they come with a bolt gun, bolt pistol, frag and crack. Mm. And I would have really liked to have seen them be able to take a, um, a study's chainsaw alongside everything else because that differentiates them from Primaris. 
who have, when in the assault form have to take a uh, bolt, it's one or the other this is this is or... this is essentially just primaris at this point it's one or the other whereas mm-hmm. if you could take both on one model for one point the that... difference is you can take both in the same squad which you can't do with assault it is because it's any any number um one model can have a, really would, but... one model can have a heavy chain axe which is strength plus four neg four ap two damage but it's mm. minus one to hit which makes it's a heavy weapon so uh, one can have a Balefire Tome which gives them the psychic ability right well it gives them the psychic keyword and then they can attempt to manifest one and deny one they know smite and one psychic power from Dark Hereticus uh, not from Malefic I thought it was Malefic um, and then you measure everything to and from and line of sight to and from that model despite that fact there's no stopping you just handing every single one of these little jerks um, the psychic power what's it um, Death Hex <laughs> and only one of them can cast it but that doesn't matter because you can still have smite wait does it can they you know give it to all of them yeah of course you can you can only cast it once but you've then, then you can give the balefile time to all of them well no you can give it to one per squad but what oh, I'm saying is you, say, if, you like, take, if you take six squads every single one of them takes a balefile time every single one of them has death hex and then at that point it doesn't matter because someone's going to be in range of something and then the... or you can go double or you can hand them all um, warp time and slingshot your units around the table to do actions and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and then for every five models, one legionary's bolt gun can be replaced with either a plasma pistol, a special weapon, or a heavy weapon. And, and you cannot you select can't... the same special or heavy weapon more than once. So no twin chain kind of, no twin plasma. It's... No, that's a bit disappointing. I feel like that's a needless addition. All of my squads are still legal. <laughs> Punch the mic in excitement. <laughs> Uh, the cultist mobs are still 10 to 20. The main difference for them now is they start with brutal close combat weapons, which are basically a standard close combat weapon with one extra attack when you fight. Mm. And when they swap, they swap to a cultist firearm. So it's not a las which gun is, or Which is the profile gun. of a las gun. And an auto gun. But that means... But that it just doesn't matter what it looks like. You can use like the Trader Guards models until they get their own... And you can mix and match. Mm. So you, you can also... Um, one cultist auto pistol can be swapped with a flamer one can be swapped for a heavy stubber one can be swapped for a grenade launcher and if your unit contains 15 or more rolls you can take each of these weapons a second time so a squad of 15 of them can have two flamers two heavy stubbers and two grenade launchers if you really want mm. cool um, the accursed cultists are the new models that we saw previewed the torments are part of the squad which yeah, so, the, so the mutants are 5 to 10 and the torments are 3 to 6 but um, the you can only take three torment models unless you take ten mutants. So if you take ten mutants, then you can have more than three torments. The profile on the mutants isn't like bad either. So the mutants are move six, weapon skill plus six or four plus, strength and toughness four, one wound, two attacks, leadership six, and a six plus save. Yeah. The torments are move six, weapon skill plus six or four plus, strength five. T4, three wounds, 2d3 attacks, leadership six and a six plus save. Now the mutants in combat come with blasphemous appendages, which are strength users, so strength four, neg one, one damage. The mutants come with hideous mutations, which are strength user, so strength five, neg two, two damage. That's the same weapon the possessed have. Probably. Hideous mutations, I think it is. Um, they cannot embark on transports and they cannot perform actions. So you can't put them in a timeline. Um, but most importantly, at the start of your command phase, you can select to do one of the following. 
return D3 destroyed mutants or return one destroyed torment with full wounds. So unless you wipe them out, little buggers keep coming back for free. They also also subtract one from enemy leadership within six and they have six plus feel no pain. And the when you take morale, you ignore the mutants for the purposes of morale. So it's only if you kill torments that the unit has to worry about morale. I mean, fair enough. They're pretty good. Like, I don't know they're game-changing, but as a troops choice, they're pretty good. They do have yeah. the cultist keyword, which means you do need core Astartes, mm-hmm. but I will point out that there's nothing stopping you taking <gasps> Chaos Terminators who are Astartes core <laughs> that are elites. Nah. I built all of my Chaos Terminators with uh, twin lightning claws. So when I when I first read this, I was like... Yeah, a lot of people are like to, that. I'm going to have to cut all of the arms off of these in the so next 25 minutes. Terminators are 5 to 10, and they do yeah. have 3 wounds and 3 attack space. Yeah. They come with combi bolters and accursed weapons. The accursed weapon profile is plus 1 strength, neg 3 AP, 1 damage, and 1 extra attack. So they're a, uh, a weird power weapon. Yeah. I'm going to say right now, I think this change is both good and bad. It is good because it frees you up modeling-wise. You can do what you like. That's why I think it's good, yeah. It's bad because they've tried to make this unit easier to manage while still giving us a unit called the Dark Commune, which every model has a different freaking weapon with a different freaking profile. Like, they could have done what they did with the Primarchs in the Heresy and, like, Panoply of the Raven. Yeah. And, like, have it get worse as they die. Anyway, um, one model... For every five. So all of these caveats are for every five models. One can swap their combi bolter for a reaper autocannon or a heavy flamer. One can swap their combi bolter for a combi plasma. One can swap their combi bolter for an additional cursed weapon. So that's the twin lightning claws, lad. Yep. And neither can neither of those accursed weapons can be swapped for a power fist or a chain fist. Yeah. So you can have a one model with two accursed weapons, which would be the twin lightning claw model. Mm. Up to two of the five can swap their combi bolter for a combi flamer. Up to two can swap their combi bolter for a combi melter. Up to three can swap their accursed weapon for a power fist. And up to one may swap their accursed weapon for a chain fist. All of those options conveniently are what's what's in in the box box of five. Although they did roll a lot of the combat options into like the maul, the axe, the chain axe, the power sword, like. Every, everything that's not a power fist or a chain fist is now an really accursed weapon. It doesn't need to be a distinct because no one wants to run like 10 different profiles because you armed them that way. No, this does make it easier to run them. Mm. And like I say, I do like the, the the freedom of now, there used to be a model that where you got a tentacle for a combat arm. Yes, the like, um, that was like the second or third edition upgrade sprue, I think. It, like, well, no, there was actually a, on the plastic Terminators before the current ones, there was a, a like a tentacle arm that came with the kit. Didn't that come with on, on the upgrade? No, no, it was really? part of the Terminator sprue. Um, and everyone kind of went, what the hell is that? Uh, we won't use it. It's an accursed weapon. Yeah, now, now it's an accursed weapon. You can do what you like with it. It also means if you want to use spare parts from your new plastic possessed and give them cool, funky, possessed looking arms to match your new creations of bile army. Like that, like... Bommy knockers, yeah, like, thing. Go for it. It doesn't matter what you model on them. Yeah. So that's cool. I am a bit frustrated because I do feel like it has a bit of a cop out when you compare to the complexity mm. of some of the other units. Like it just feels a bit cheap. But I do like the freedom. It means the chaos players can do what they like. They yeah. can model them how they like, and we can move on with our lives. Um, I the, think people were like sort of blowing that part out of proportion a little. And bit. look, to be fair, it they've still a decent comp like. If you take a squad of five, you're going to take a power fist or two or a power fist and a chain fist. And then 
you were taking standard power weapons, which were generally one damage anyway. The only difference is instead of having a couple that are strength seven and a couple of strength six and a couple of strength five, you've now just got everyone doing the same thing. Mm. It just makes it dice easier. Um, Master of Executions, now elite instead of HQ. Still cheap, still brutal. Um, Axe of Dismemberment, plus three strength, neg three, two damage, and unmodified hit rolls of six inflict two mortals instead. Mm. Kind of nice. Still has the uh, re-rolls to wound against characters. And still heroic intervenes six, um, as long as he's going to end in range of a character. Yeah, so he's still sixty-five good. points, I think, as well. So he went up by five, and he's not HQ anymore. So he's not as look. He's crisply still good. And I think you'll still have combos where you can stack him out to be a bit crazy because yeah. he's base six attacks <laughs> and hitting on twos. Mm. So against a character, and if you upgrade, oh, I don't know, since he's a character, upgrade his axe to a demon weapon. Um, Wait, I hope you don't roll a one on using it. <laughs> yeah, but he's leadership nine. He's not terrible. Uh, possessed. Possessed are the winners in this book by Country Mile, as far as I'm concerned. 28 points. 28 points on model. These are what? so good. Movement nine. Weapon skill plus skill three. Strength and toughness five. Three wounds. Five attacks base. Six on the champion. Leadership nine. Three up, five up, save. They can have an icon that lets them add one to their combat attrition test. Who cares? And their basic weapons are hideous mutations. User yeah, neg so two, two damage. They can't have a mark because they're not corn, core, but they do get the legion rules. Um, and while an enemy unit is within six of this unit, subtract one from the leadership as well. Um, yes, please. Um, oh. They can't get in rhinos, sadly. Can they get in land raiders? Yeah. Okay. But they land can as, a- and they can as two models. So yeah. I'd never bother. You just go, cool, here's... They're moving nine. Do they have teleport strike? No. So they're going to be crossing the table on foot. But they're three wounds each, three up, five up, and movement nine. They're charging you turn two. If you're dumb, turn three in any other situation. Like, there's only 24 inches between the two of you. If you move in advance turn one because you have no guns, you're going to average out and move 12 or 13 inches. Turn two with another nine-inch move, uh, 2d6 charge range. Mm, now I'm nine plus nine plus 3d6. Average on 3d6 is 10. So you've covered 28 inches on that charge turn two in total from where you deploy them. And they're infantry, so they can move through ruins without problems. Like, they're legit. You can't give them marks, but that doesn't doesn't matter. They're legit. For 28 points, they're good. Also, the new models just look so good. And there are we should add, there's photos in here which show there are options for that kit. Yeah. So you can mix and match them. Uh, like... In the Crusade section, there's a bunch of really funky looking yeah. Night Lords. Um, chosen. Nice. Yeah. Elites. Yep. And they've done the same thing. So you have three wounds, three attacks. They're basically Terminators with that Terminator armor. And it's five to ten. The icon's still there. They can have a mark because they are core. Um, for every five models, up to two can swap their bolt pistol for a plasma pistol. Up to two yes, can so swap their bolt gun for a combi melter, combi bolt, uh, combi plasma, or combi flamer. Up to one may swap their bolt gun for an accursed weapon. And then the first time this unit destroys an enemy unit in the until the end of the battle, they are considered to be engaged in all three wanton acts simultaneously, <laughs> which is cool. I feel like that rule should have gone on terminators, but they obviously wanted to make the chosen. Yeah, I think the chosen should just have that rule rather than having to kill something. Mm. That should just be, they always count as. Do you know the dumb thing about this? What? No power fists. Oh, but they've got... The, the box comes with a power fist. It 
with the mouth. With the mouth in the hand, yeah. Yeah. I didn't use it because I thought it was too gross. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Plays Nurgle, thinks mouths are gross. Um, that was the one thing that really bothered me. I looked at it and went, surely, surely you can just go one up to one model in five. Yeah, it may like take a power with fist. The Terminators. With, yeah, exactly. I don't know why there's no power fist entry. It's the dumbest thing. It's my only complaint with this unit entry. Because there's no lightning claw in the box. That and the fact that they used to be bolt gun chainsaw, and now it's not. They are bolt gun, bolt pistol, and a cursed weapon. Oh, they so all that's, get okay. cursed weapons. Yeah, I when it said replace your no no bolt that's gun with a that's cursed so, one, you that's can so, take, so you can do the double lightning claw. Yeah. Guy. Okay, I'm with you now. No, no, they're actually yeah. they're actually decent. That's nice. They're actually decent. Again, you can model them how you like. But I'm just pissed off. There's no power fist because there should be a power fist because the there's a power fist in the box. No thunder hammers. They just be a cursed weapons. Yeah, if you. So all those people saying, oh, I love thunder hammers. We swear God. No. No, these are curse weapons. I wanted thunder hammers because I think it would be funny to run up with four thunder hammers, but no. Hellbrute. I don't get my thunder hammers. Hellbrute. Very cool. T7, eight wounds, three up save. Comes with a twin heavy bolter and a missile launcher. Hang on. The twin heavy bolter's on the... No, no, no. A Hellbrute is equipped with a missile launcher and a twin heavy bolter. Yeah, it's on the arm instead of the fist arm. Yeah. The multi-part kit. This model's twin heavy bolter can be replaced with a plasma cannon, a multi-melter, a, tw- a reaper auto cannon, a twin las, or a hellbrute fist. Hmm. And this model's missile launcher can be replaced with a hellbrute fist, a hellbrute hammer, or a hellbrute power scourge. And for each hellbrute fist this model is equipped with, it can be equipped with either a heavy flame or a combi bolter. Yeah, so you can do like the twin arm huggy hellbrute. It reduces damage by one, and each time it makes an attack, if it has seven or fewer wounds, it gets reroll ones to wound. So yeah, it's just, it's it's just a chaos dreadnought. Um, so the fist is strength times two, so strength twelve, neg three, flat three. And if it is equipped with two hellbrute fists, it makes one additional attack with one of those weapons, so it gets six attacks. With the hammer, it's strength twelve, neg four, d six, but minus one to hit. There's my thunder hammers from earlier. And if it takes the scourge, it's strength seven, neg two, flat two, but it gets eight attacks. That's I, interesting. I feel like those ways... 105 points, I think, as well. Hmm. Which is cheaper than a Castlefarum Dreadnought, isn't it? Mm. And way better. I feel like it is. Because, like, it's... And a, Fire Frenzy's now a strat rather than a penalty. Around the same level as a Venerable Dreadnought, I'd say. Like, uh, Loyalist Look, he's he, he not going to feel bad taking them, but I think you want... Yeah. Like all vehicles, you want to take two or three. Mm. Noise Marines? Now only squads of five to ten, not five to twenty. And so Sad Stanley. Panda? Since they only had the punk rock noise marine, here's yeah. the one shown in the, the codex. The, the one model is the limited edition model. Yep, it's not limited edition. They, well, sell all, they just don't get the cool box anymore. Yeah, you don't. There's no because there's no parts that fit. <laughs> um, you are two wounds and three attacks, but otherwise you're a cast space marine profile. Yeah. Um, they all come with bolt gun, bolt pistol, and frag and crack grenades. Um, and their icon is slightly different because it's an icon of Slanesh. Because it has. to Because be. they come with the mark of. Oh, no, they don't. Oh, no, they do. They do. They've got Slanesh there. You do have to pay for it, though. Yes. Um, so they get combat attrition, but they also get um, in melee plus one to hit. Because they're all duelists. Um, and then because they're Marcus Slanesh. So you pay for... Oh, no, you don't pay for it. I don't know. Oh, I need it's to go and read this. It's set in the cult marine section that you had to pay for the cult marine marks. I'm not sure if that included Empress Children, though. Well, I was going to say, because this actually, in their abilities, just has Marcus Slanesh. Mm. So does no the other ones. No, they don't. Like plague marines have Nurgle, but it doesn't say mark of Nurgle. Um, so that was right at the start of the match play rules, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Um, under army rules? Where did you see that? It's one of the first things. Oh, it's right at the very start, yeah. isn't it? Um, no. So all of the others say they must be upgraded to have the Mark of Nurgle. Not Emperor's Children. The Noise Marines do not have that dot point. The only dot points they have say that um, they always have the battlefield role if every unit is from the Empress Children. Yep. And never gain a Legion trait unless it's from the Empress Children. They're the only two dot points. Whereas all the other ones go, must have elite, must replace this, must be upgraded to this, must know these, must never gain this. Yeah, that... Um, they don't have that for Empress So they already have the mark. I don't think the Empress Children are getting a Codex Edition. No. Um, get them next time, guys. Any number can swap their bolt gun for an Astartes Chainsword or a Sonic Blaster. One can swap their bolt gun for a Blast Master. The Champion can swap their bolt pistol for a Plasma Pistol or a melee weapon. And they can swap their bolt gun for a Sonic Blaster, a Plasma Pistol or a melee weapon. No, you can't have two Plasma Pistols. It says it again. Um, the Noise Marine can have a Doom Siren and then one can have an Icon. Yep, that's... The interesting part, though, is the Sonic Weapon Rule. Yes. Now, this applies I... to the Blast Master, the Sonic Blaster and the Doom Siren. Um, each time an attack is made with this weapon that it targets an enemy unit within half range add one to the damage characteristic so your basic sonic blaster is 24 inches assault 3 strength 4 neg 1 1 damage but as soon as you tip over into either wanton slaughter or wanton massacre because it's an assault weapon you get exploding 6s on it and if you're at 12 inches or less, it's two damage, not one. It's pretty brutal. So, like, because, like, the closer you get, the sound hasn't dissipated as yep. much. Doom Sirens are 12 inches, Assault D6, Strength 5, Neg 3, one damage, auto hit. I like that. It's bit. a flamer. Yeah. Uh, and the Blast Master is either 48 inches, Heavy 3, Strength 8, Neg 3, Flat 3, so which means at 24 inches, it's four damage. Or... It's 36 inches, Assault 6, Strength 5, Neg 2, 1 damage. I feel like... The double shoot gone is a... Is make, it makes them... Cacophony. Yeah, means yeah. that they're not going to be completely broken out the door, but I, they're pretty good. They are fun. Like, they sound like a fun unit. You're just going to end up buying Cacophony from Forge World to run them. Yeah, but, like, they're really expensive. And yeah, they like, are. I'll buy the resin kit. I've got spare Chaos Marine bodies. Yeah, but the resin kit, the, the, the Games Workshop resin kit doesn't fit them. Because the arms... Four. The arms don't fit. They only fit the old torsos. Like my Mark IV Marines. I don't know if they will. Are they not? Aren't they like slightly wider? They're wider, yeah. Mark IV ones? Yeah. I know the Mark VI ones are definitely, but I'm not sure about my... Look, I, we, between what I, my bits box, you probably got it. You could do them. Mm. But yeah, the fact that the mm. Guitar Man's the only available model. He will be my leader. <laughs> Squad leader, yeah. I love that model. Uh, Venom Crawler is now elite. Uh, not elite, fast attack, which is nice. Um, eh. I still need a squad of one. One to, th why I one to three. One to three. I got Venom Crawl. I got it with my start collecting like two years ago when he I started is, playing Chaos. He is better. He did get better, yeah. Move 12. Weapon skill, ballistic skill 10. three. He's now faster than the... Strength and toughness thing. seven. Nine wounds, six attacks, three up save. His two excruciator cannons are assault three, strength six, neg two, flat two at 36 inches. Mm. And his Soul Flayer Tendrils and Claws are Strength User Neg 3 Flat 2. However, he's also a Demon Engine, so he's got a 5 Invulnerable and, and Heals Wounds. And while he's got a rule called Reservoir of Demonic Energy, 
while a friendly Legion psych unit is within nine, add one to the psychic tests. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I really... Like, he's not awesome. He's He's got interesting uses, is I think... Well, the fact you can now go three Dreadnoughts... Or three Hellbrutes as your elites, three Venom Claws as your fast attacks, and then still get four Fiends, whether they Forge or Mauler, in your heavy support, and two Helldrakes in your aircraft slot, means that you could take a Warpsmith or just a pair of Hellstalkers as your HQs. And just have an army of... And just run nothing but demon... Like, you'd take a Spearhead... Um, so that way you can max out on your fiends. You can go yeah. six fiends, two hellbrutes, two venom crawlers, two hellstalkers, two helldrakes, and just go nothing but um, demon engines. Captain Crunch. Oops, all demon engines. Uh, chaos spawn. A chaos spawn. They do chaos spawn things. There's, nah, they're okay. They're only one power because you start with one. Um, and then they're one to five. They move seven, four wounds, 2d3 attacks. They're basically a slightly better... Um, possessed but they don't have mm. the saving throw to match it they do have a rule where um when you fight you roll a d3 and you either get an increase in your ap to neg four and then change your attacks from 2d3 to 3d3 or you reroll wounds um oh wow each time an enemy unit shoots or fights each time an enemy unit shoots or fights after it has finished making its attacks if any model in this unit lost any wounds as a result of attacks but was not destroyed, it immediately regains all of its lost wounds. <laughs> so they're four wounds each. So if you don't kill them, they're you back. ignore the wounds. Oh, it's on one wound. Don't care. Next. And that's that's not at the end of the phase. That happens after each enemy unit finishes fighting. Oh, so you, you have to kill it in one... You have to kill it in one go. Otherwise, it just doesn't die. No. <laughs> that's actually interesting. So a squad of five of them, oh, you have if you leave it on one wound... It's back to four. You shoot it again, you get it down to one wound, and it's back to four. Like, that's annoying. <laughs> it's T5, it's only got a five-up save, though, so they're not hard to kill, but if you've got points kicking around, I don't feel like... <laughs> they're quite interesting. They can't do actions or anything, sadly. Uh, Chaos Bikers, squads of three to nine, T5, three wounds, three attacks, move 14. They come with a combi ball to fight, frag and crack. Icon does what Icon does. Any number of bikers can swap their bolt pistol for a chainsword, which I think you just do on every model because mm. you can't fire your pistol and combi bolt at the same time. So you'd always fire the combi bolt. So you might as well yep. fire the combi bolt and have a combat. Uh, here we go. The champion can swap their bolt pistol for a plasma pistol or a melee weapon. Fine. Up to two bikes can take uh, can be equipped with one special weapon. Up to two bikers. Oh, can each do one of the following. You can either take a special weapon or swap their combi bolter for a combi weapon. Now, there is there is one problem with the bikers. And they can turbo boost, which means they move six you know, for their advance. The Doom Rider's not an option. Doom Rider is not an option. And there's no bike for Castle at Sea. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raptors, five to ten, two wounds, three attacks. Feeling pretty standard at this point. Um, up to two can either swap their bolt pistol for a plasma pistol or swap their bolt pistol and chainsaw for a special weapon. Fine. Champion can have a plasma pistol instead of a bolt pistol and can have a power sword or power fist instead of a chainsaw. That's, that's what's, what's in the kit. But it's weird because you also get the warp talons in that kit. So why you can't give the champion twin lightning claws or twin accursed weapons if we want to get technical 
and why they've got a power fist and a power sword as an option instead of an accursed weapon. Yeah, that is kind of... Really weird. I don't know why they're being inconsistent at that moment in time. Also, the flamers and melters... They're in the... Yeah. You can take them. Yeah. Um, and you're minus one leadership and they warp strike and that's it. They are core though, so you can give them a mark, which is good. Warp talons, uh, five to ten. Uh, they are base five attacks. I built raptors. Um, they come with warp claws. Not lightning claws. Not lightning claws. Or accursed weapons. And they each model is equipped with, colon, warp claws. Not two warp claws, warp not claws. just warp claws. And the warp claws profile is strength user, so strength four. Neg two, one damage with rerolls to wound. So lightning claws. <laughs> um, that just sounds like lightning claws but the, with extra stats. And the extra extra attack you'd normally get for having two lightning claws is included in the profile. profile. <laughs> <laughs> I, the box came out before the codex and it said, oh, well, there's no way we're going to have five attacks base. Well, yeah, yeah they just... Squad leader six. Punch lightning claws out. Yep. Um, they have a five up in vulnerable because they are demonic. So they are not core. Uh, they get demonic, but raptors don't. You will, yeah, but raptors aren't demonic. Yeah. Um, they also get a rule called warp flames. Each time an enemy unit, excluding monster or vehicle, that is within engagement range of this unit is selected to fall back, roll off with your opponent. If you win the roll off, they cannot fall back. <laughs> That's I pretty like good. That. I like raptors. Um, and they will just ginsu units. They're only strength yeah. four, but with rerolls to wound, that doesn't really, it's not a big deal. Neg two's okay. One damage, eh. And there's no options. Like, they are what they are. But, I don't know. Like, having ten of them roll up and go, here's 51 attacks. <laughs> and again, if you make them creations of bile, they're now strength five. Uh, and they're movement 13. Um, make them red corsairs, they could advance and charge. Like well, I feel like there's a bunch of good builds like based around every unit. Like, depending yeah. on how you want to use... Uh, Havocs. Havocs are, uh, Havoc's got the Dark Reaper treatment. We can just... Five models. No, five. We said five. No more than five. I want to take... Five. Five. Okay. <laughs> um, interestingly, you love the loadout. So again, we're T5. You can just take any weapon, can't you? T5, two wounds, three attacks. Sure. Sure. Because when I think Havoc, because I think melee. The Havoc champion who has four attacks... Sure. ...is equipped with... Ready for this? An Astartes Chainsword and a Flamer. <laughs> what the hell? And then, this is even better, two Havocs are equipped with an Auto Cannon and two Havocs are equipped with a Laz Cannon. They don't even start with Heavy Bolters. <laughs> you get what's in the box. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the Champion can swap their Chainsword for a melee weapon and they can swap their Flamer for either... A bolt gun, a plasma pistol, or a any special weapon. Including a chain cannon. Or any melee weapon. Is a chain cannon special or heavy? I think weapon? they're heavy. Oh, so you can't... And then any number of Havocs can swap their auto cannon or las cannon for a heavy weapon. Now, I didn't build a unit of Havocs. And they can move or shoot cannons. without penalty. Because screw Dark Reapers. My gun boys are cooler than yours. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I want a unit of all chain cannons just to yep. kill infantry. Um, and they are core. So you can give them marks and everything else. Um, the only downside is there's no ablative wounds. Like the champions, the ablative wounds. Yeah, because you're not going to want a combat profile on a squad of... No, but if you give him a plasma gun and line him up with four plasma cannons, that's entertaining. Um, obliterators. Squads of one to three. 
Uh, move five, three up, three up. Strength and toughness five, five wounds, four attacks, leadership nine, and two up safe. And they're like not expensive. Either. Five up invulnerable, ninety points. They're, they're, I thought they were a hundred. They're ninety. 90? They are so cheap. Like the nine obliterator army is going to show up in tournaments, and six months from now we're going to be going there hundred and twenty points a go. I'm just calling that now. I hope that they don't push possessed down because I want to like start a mob of possessed. So demonic, they're five up invulnerable. They have warp strike built in, so they deep strike. Unrelenting firepower. This model does not suffer the unit for moving and shooting heavy weapons. Models in this unit can also make attacks with ranged weapons while in engagement range of enemy models, but can only do so against enemy units that are in engagement range, and they are minus one to hit. So they can shoot in combat, Ooh. which is terrifying. They come with flesh metal guns and crushing fists. Crushing fists are power fists with a different yeah. name. So they're strength 10, neg 3, flat 2. So that just with hits four on. with four attacks each, hitting on threes, hitting on threes, wounding on two against like most space <clears throat> marines and. Yep. Uh, and then when they come to shoot, um, you don't roll d threes and garbage anymore for everything. You just pick one of three profiles. I love that. They are all twenty four inches. You have warp hail, ruinous salvo, and focused malice. I love how ambiguous those are that I can just throw any gun I want on them. Well, warp hail is heavy d six plus nine. Strength five, neg one, one damage. So this is this is our light infantry killer because it's a warp hail. <laughs> Ruinous salvo is our middle tier weapon, which is heavy D three plus three, strength seven, neg two, flat two. And then focused malice is our heavy D three, strength nine, neg three, flat four. So that's the the anti tank. Yeah, that's the bus. Um, for 90 points, they are insanely good. This is... The Obliterator is the Void Weaver of the Chaos Book. Because the Void Weavers were 90 points, then they were 140, now they're 120. I'm, I'm going to wait for Obliterators to do the same. Except I reckon they'll go 90, 120, and settle at about 105. That's my call for six months from now. They were 107? 105 or 107? And then we hit the vehicles. Land Raider's up first, isn't it? Land Raider T9 was the big deal. It's the same as the old Land Raiders. And they they don't have twin LAS cannons anymore. They've got the they have twin Soul Shatter LAS soul cannons, shatter. which are just D6 plus 2 instead yeah. of D6. But T9 is the big yeah. deal. The Vindicator is T8. It um, went down in points to Land Raider, didn't it? Uh, 265, I think it is. Mm. Um, the Vindicator is still T8, but more importantly, the Predators are now T8, which is a big deal. Yeah, because that means that they're in line with the rest of the tanks and they're not... Well, the Space Marine ones are still T7. Yes, that's so um, funny to me. The Defiler is still T7. I wish it went to T8. Um, the degrading part of it is now just its movement weapons gone ballistic skill, which, which is nice. Yeah. Still base 5 attacks and 14 wounds. Comes with a Defiler cannon, which is basically a battle cannon. From a knight, yeah. Um, it's, no, it's only 1d6. Heavy, heavy d6, strength 8, neg 2, flat 3, blast. It also comes with a Reaper Auto Cannon, a Heavy Chain, a Heavy Flamer, a Twin Heavy Flamer, sorry, and Defiler Claws. And the Defiler Claws are times two, neg three, D6 damage. And you can swap the Heavy Flamer for a Havoc Launcher or a Scourge. And you can swap the Reaper Auto Cannon for a Heavy Bolt or a Heavy or Laz Cannon. Um, it's okay. It's it's about it's, the same as the Defilers. I'm not sure it, if it's changed since the death. It's up. probably better because its profile's a bit more consistent. But mm. at the same time, it's probably still too expensive. 
The Forge Fiend, we already kind of hinted at earlier, and the Mauler Fiend, they now only degrade in movement, weapon, and ballistic skill as well. But uh, the Venom Crawl is now faster than them, which kind of makes sense because it like, scuttles around. Well, the Forge Fiends are move 10, 8, 6. The Forge are 8, 6, 4. And as they degrade, it's 3s, 4s, and 5s for weapon and ballistic. The Mauler Fiend moves 10 as its base, though. Is yeah, faster it's 10, 8, 6 compared to 8, 6, 4. Um... The Hades Ectoplasma Cannon is now just flat 3 damage instead of D3, which is nice. It's still only D3 shots. Um, the Mauler Fiend, the big deal here is the Mauler Fists are now times 2 strength, and it's base strength 7. Mm. So it's strength 14, neg 3, D3 plus 3 damage. So that little bit of movement you're losing, you kind of get made up for. With However, them. the Lasher Tendrils are only 1 damage, not 2 anymore. Were they 2 before? They were 2 before. Wrong. No, they were 2 before. But they are strength 7 and neg 2 and 6 mm. attacks. So it actually gets 12 attacks. And then it <clears> does get the legion rules. So you can make it an advance and charge. You can make it a creation of bile. So it gives it movement 11 and strength 8. Um, interesting stuff can happen. I keep coming back to legion, the creations of bile because I feel like that's a sleeper thing that people aren't going to pick up on straight away and then it's going to be awesome. Um, the rhino is what a rhino is. It does have a line that says it cannot transport Terminator, Cult of Destruction, Jump Pack, or Possessed, sadly. Uh, and then we hit the Helldrake. The rhino does still only have a transport capacity of 10, unlike the new Heresy rules yeah, which where is it has 12. 12 for some reason. Uh, it's because it's 10 plus an Apothecary plus a Centurion. Yeah. It makes sense in the Heresy, but that's a different game. So like, Cle it, Clearly, it when, it, when they 10,000 years in the future, a couple of the seats got ruined and no one bothered to replace them. <laughs> yeah, they got the new Primaris tanks. We're like, oh, we'll fix it later. No one did. Uh, Heldrake. Heldrake has some significant change. He is now an aircraft again. We're gonna go. We're gonna flip back and forth, back and forth until to we much applause. So he's still an aircraft battlefield role, um, but he now has a minimum movement of twenty, and a maximum movement of sixty, which downgrades to thirty in its bottom profile. And again, ballistic skill and weapon skill are the only things that degrade. You can enter hover mode, which gives you yep. the. So while he's in airborne predator mode, um, so airborne predator. Each time you declare a charge with this model, you can only select aircraft units as the target. This model can only be chosen as the target of a charge if the enemy can, can fly. You can only fight with this model if it is within the engagement range of an enemy unit that can fly. And this model can only make melee attacks against units that can fly. Enemy units can only make melee attacks against this model if they can fly. So what's interesting about that is you can actually charge while in aircraft mode. That I do like because it's like and dragon. He's, and he's base 5 attacks at strength 7, neg 2, flat 2, except against other aircraft when he becomes flat 4 damage. Oof. Now, he is supersonic, which means that when he makes a normal move, he has to pivot up to 90 degrees and then move in a straight line and can't pivot again. He is minus one to hit. However, in your command phase, you can choose to go into hover mode. If you do that, then you your movement just becomes 20. So it's a like a jump pack at that point. Mm. And you lose airborne predator and hard to hit and supersonic. Which basically gives you the old Heldrake. Yeah. Um... And any time you fight, make an attack against the model that can fly, it's plus one to hit. I think that the fact it, it, that they turn it into an aircraft kind of sucks. No, I actually think it's the best of both worlds because you the can. The fact that you can turn, you can it just run it like a normal Helldrake you have been for eighth edition. Yeah. But the reality is, leaving it in flyer mode, getting a maximum movement of sixty inches that you can still charge enemy that can fly. Note, it's the enemy that can fly. Not you can fly. Well, no, you can only charge things that are aircraft. But if you get charged, you can fight back. And you can only... The only things that can fight you are things that can fly. Which means if someone charges you with 
um, uh, I don't know, like a assault marines with jump packs. They this fly, this so. thing turns around and mulches them right back. Unlike yeah. other aircraft that can't. And like the thing with the turning, like it can be somewhat annoying, but like it beats rogue treader vehicle turning circles. Look, I mean the bow flame is now two D three instead of D six, and it's eighteen inches, strength six, neg two, flat two, auto hits. Mm. I still think you take that over the auto cannon because it just doesn't care about the BS degrade as that, it takes yeah, damage. Ballistic skill degrade, like the degrading of weapon, bro- not weapon, um, ballistic and weapon skill on. Demon engines is the main thing that I don't like about them. Well, the good thing is if you're shooting, if you're attacking anything that can fly, you add one to hit. The warp just smith. all the time. Can the warp smith heal him even though he's? He'd have to be in hover. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, I, I say that. Say, like, that just felt like the right answer, but now I'm going to actually read the. It was demon engines. Um, at the end of your movement phase, this model can attempt to repair one friendly Legion vehicle model within three. The vehicle model regains up to D3 lost wounds. Doesn't you can. Vehicle. Yep, cool. Yeah. He throws his spanner into the air <laughs> and hopes. <laughs> he looks up at it and goes, I can see that nuts loose. <laughs> he gets the, the psycho next to him to tighten it for him. Um, and then we hit the Corn Lord of Skulls. Big no points. Five seventy five. This thing's expensive. It went up a hundred points. Was it only four seventy five? Yeah. Uh ten eight six for its movement and three four five for its weapons ballistic skill and six seven eight for its attacks. Its attacks Ooh. go up as it takes damage. Um T eight thirty wounds like and two up save. And remember this thing and this thing gets armor of contempt as well, remember, because it has heretic astartes. Um, it no longer matters what guns you give it, you pay the same points. Um, it comes with a Gore Storm Cannon, Hades Gatling Cannon, and Great Cleaver of Corn. And it can swap the Gore Storm for a Demon Gore or an Icor Cannon, and it can swap its Gatling Gun for a Skull Hurler. Uh, when it explodes, it's a 2d6 blast. It can, f- um, charge when it falls back, and it can move over other things. Um, and this model can make attacks with blast weapons against units in engagement range. I um, like that. <laughs> each time a ranged attack is made by this model in an enemy unit that is within engagement range, add one to the hit roll. It doesn't like you being there, so it gets more accurate. <laughs> it just gets angrier as you get closer. In terms of weapons, the Gorestorm Cannon is heavy 3d3, strength 9, neg 2, flat 3. The Hades Gatling Cannon is Heavy 12, Strength 8, Neg 3, Flat 2. And then if you swap those, the Demon Gore Cannon is Heavy D6, Strength 10, Neg 4, D3 plus 3, but it's only 18 inches. The Icor Cannon is Heavy D6 plus 3, Strength 7, Neg 3, Flat 2. And the Skull Hurler is Heavy 2D6, Strength 10, Neg 3, Flat 3. Um, and then the, the, the Cleaver is either a Smash Attack, which is Strength 16, Neg 4, Flat 6. Or it's strength 8, neg 3, flat 2, but you get three times the attacks. So when it's bottom profile, it's getting 24 attacks. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, I think it earned those extra 100 points it got. It's a crazy, it's cool. Uh, and then the Noctilith crown is in here for your... Um, the people who take fortifications. For fortifications. Basically, its selling point is that it gets a 4-up immortal save while you're wholly within range of its aura. Is that with a psychic unit or just... Any unit of traitor Astartes that is wholly within the range of its aura. Not partly. Whole Every unit model has to be within range. 
get a four up invulnerable. Um, and enemy units within range of at a minus one leadership. Um, and the range changes. So in turn one, it's a six inch aura. Then in oh. turn two, it's nine. Turn three, it's 12. Turn four, it's 15. And turn five, it's an 18 inch aura of four up invulnerable. That is like, it gets more powerful as the battle goes on. And yeah. Like chaos happens. And it does have a an action that you can perform um, while you're within wholly within nine of the crown. And if you complete it, you gain one command point and then roll against your leadership. And um, if you roll equal or less than, you can select one prayer if your unit is a priest, a priest unit or one psyker if you were a psyker unit who did the action. And then... Um, you can replace a prayer or a power that you know with another one. See that? Downside? T8, 14 wounds, 3 up safe. Uh, so you can blow it up. Yeah. So it's 4 up uh, It's four up and vulnerable because it's obviously wholly within range of itself. But And it does have trade Astartes. I just checked. <laughs> I just thought, you know, let's not give it the keyword. Um, like they did with the um, the Eldari Warboy Arch. Mm. Can't use it with Harlequins. Doesn't have the keyword. Because sure. reasons. I feel like there's some fun things that could be done with that, like changing prayers mid-battle. And like... Here's the other weird part. I just want to. We're going to wrap this up now with the book, and then we'll have a quick chat. Yeah. The melee weapons list. Here's the list: Astartes Chainsword, yeah. Power Axe, Power Fist, Power More, Power Sword, Tainted Chain Axe. You mean the stuff that was supposed to be a cursed weapons? Yeah, that only characters and squad leaders get access to. <laughs> Wouldn't it have made more sense to make that an accursed weapon? I, I don't get it. I really don't. I don't get it either. I like the idea of the accursed weapon for simplicity, but why then include all the profiles for everything else? It... Um, quickly touching on the points, Abaddon, like we've said, 300. The Chaos Lord's going to set you back somewhere between 90 and 120. Yeah, it's... In Terminator armor, he hits 115, 110 or 115. They're literally they're the two options. Um, Cypher, 90. Dark Apostle, 95. Is Cypher being 90s? Like, for what he does. Dark Apostle is 95 with no options. So yeah, he's, he's he, 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 gets his three, he gets his two dudes for free. He does? Yep. Because even the unit size says three models. Fair enough. Uh, Dark Commune, 100 points for the five of them. I think that's probably 20 points too much for myself. Uh, Exalted Champion, 90. Flat. Uh, Fabius Bill, 90. All in. Including his little lackey yep. friend? Yep. Harkin World Claimer, 150. That's too much. Demon Prince, yeah, probably. He's not half a bad, like 120, maybe. Yeah, I reckon 120, 125. Um, Demon Prince, 120 base, but he has to have a mark. And if you give him wings, he's another 35 points. Oof. And then if you keep the sword or take the axe, it's another 10. So with wings and a mark and the basic loadout, he's 130, 165, 170, 180 base. Isn't Bellacor like 320? Yeah, but uh, 360, I think, Bellacor. It doesn't matter. Bellacor's a different thing entirely because Bellacor can be targeted. This guy can't. Oh, yeah. Uh, this guy can have relics, Bellacor, although Bellacor doesn't need relics. Um, Huron Blackheart, 140, too yeah, high. He was good as a psychic Chaos Lord. Now they've sort of... He's uh, he's 20 points too expensive, easy. Uh, Lord, Dis Lord Discordant, 175. That's not bad. Uh, I reckon it could stand a drop 10, maybe 15. But it doesn't feel bad. Lucius, 120. That's good, but only if you're playing Emperor's Children. Chaos Lord is, with a basic Thunderhammer, is 110. So for 10 points, you just, you just you get, get Lucius. Lucius. Yeah, you take Lucius. 
Master of Possession, 105. Fine. Another good one. Sorcerer, 95. That one, yeah. The fact that the Terminator character is only 110. No matter what loadout. Uh, five points for a combi weapon and five points for a familiar. Like, if you're not going to take the combi weapon or the familiar, you just take it in Terminator armor. For the extra 15 points for the it's durability, you just take the Terminator armor. Warpsmith, 80. That's good. Nice Thunderhammer's an extra 15, though. It's a cheap HQ for if you're running a Demon Ninja's list. The Accursed Cultists are six points for a mutant and 15 for a torment. That's yeah. actually pretty good. The Cultist mobs are five points a go. Uh, the Legionaries start at 18. The the important stuff, the Balefire times 20, which is kind of expensive. But like the stuff you get from that, if you combine... Heavy Chain Axe, 10. Laz Cannon, 15. Most of the special weapons are 10. Uh, the Reaper Chain Cannon, 15. That's gone down. It was 20 points before. Uh, tainted Chain Axe is only 5. Like the, you're going to be spending, for a squad of 10, you're going to be spending around the 200, 210, 220 point mark. Which is about what you spend on intercessors anyway. Or like cult marines. Yeah. And the other armies. Terminators, 33 points a model. Um, yeah, and you're basically paying five points for any of the combi weapons, chain fist, power fist, reaper, or the heavy flamer. Like blight lords are like... 40? Yeah, it's... They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Especially compared to blight lords of scarab cult. Chosen, 25. That's not bad. It's fine. Uh, Hellbrute, 105... And then you pay 5 for a combi bolter, 10 for a heavy flamer, 5 for a multi-melter, 10 for heavy bolters, and 20 for las cannons. Which means you don't pay for the missile launcher or the better... Um, um, it starts with... Was it auto cannons? Uh, it was the twin heavy bolters and the missile launchers. I didn't, no, I didn't have heavy bolters. You pay for those. It had something else. I forget. Well, you pay for the sword and the demon prince. Yeah, yeah, but these, those are the only two weapons that it lists. Ah. Oh. So you don't pay for the plasma cannon. <laughs> anyway. So then why would you not take the... I don't know. Uh, Master of Execution, 65. Not really bad. Really good. Noise Marines, 21 points a model. But the but the Master of Execution... Sonic Blasters are 5, which means you're actually paying 26 points for a, son, uh, for a Noise Marine. That's mm. uh, maybe a couple of points too high. The Master of Possessions isn't a HQ anymore, which is no. sad. Possessed, 28. So good. Bikes, 30. Yeah. Um, spawn 25 if you've got 20 something points kicking around you've got nothing else to do spawn aren't terrible Venom Crawler 105 how many spawn do you get for 25? 1? that's 1 to 5 and then yeah. 25 points a model uh, Venom Crawler 105 oh that's gone down pretty good Raptors 21 uh, Warp yeah. Talons 28 yeah that's fair enough I feel like that's both okay Land Raider is 265 how much is the Imperial Land Raider? about the same that one's Chaos just one's just better. better. Predator Annihilator, 130, not including sponsons. Predator Destructor, 140, not including sponsons. That's the first time the auto cannon's been more expensive than the twin las cannon on the nose. Um, Vindicator, 130. Defiler, 165. That's actually, like, given its power level, that's actually cheaper than I thought it'd be. Um, the Forge Fiend, 110 plus guns. So if you take uh, the Ectoplasma, they're 15, they Heavy Hades autos are 25. Um, Havocs are 125 for 5, and then you pay for the guns. In base loadout, you don't pay for the auto cannons, you just pay for the two LAS cannons. So the squad's 135. Yeah. Oh no, including the flamer, 140. Oh, it does include the flamer. You have to pay for the flamer, okay. bizarrely. Um, Reaper chain cannons are only 5 points a model. So you're. That is. You're basically 125, 145 plus whatever you give the sergeant. 
That's good. Obliterators, 90. Morlefiend, 140. Lasher Tendrils are 10 points. Heldrake, 165, regardless of gun. Rhinos are 80, plus the additional weapons. Corn Lord of Skulls, 575. And the Noctilith Crown, 100. Mm. That crown, if you couldn't kill it, it'd be amazing, but it'd be way too good. Um, T8, 14 wins, 3 up, 4 up, maybe. But most tournaments don't allow forge fortifications anyway. Do you allow fortifications? Um, no one's ever asked me. I'll buy a Noctilith crown. <laughs> Good luck with that. I'm sure they're all sold out by now. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll buy that stupid Death Guard one. The, you know, the... No, I don't, but sure. Miasmic Malignifier. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's not talk about the, the bong. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> this has taken us two and a half hours to skim read this book. And this is much like the Eldar review where it took us hours and hours and hours. And we've done this faster because you and I are a bit more efficient at it because... You're obsessed with the book. You've had it a couple of weeks now. I've been reading all the lore. Whereas I, I, I handed it mum the uh, the Eldar book the day we recorded it and went, here, have fun, with no notes. So she had to make them on the fly. Um, I mean, she's good at it. She's very good at it, given the um, the fact that I'd been like, my precious, with the Eldar book for the time I'd had it early. Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> he should have had pointy ears. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask you some snapfire questions and I just want you to answer with the first thing that pops in your head. Okay. Favourite HQ? Uh, the Dark Commune, just because it's new and exciting. <laughs> okay. F- fast attack? Uh, bikes. They're fun. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> Wait, can I change my answer to the first one back sure. to Abaddon? All right. I kind of forgot about him. <laughs> 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 the Black Legion player. I forgot about the War Master of Chaos. It seconds the Dark Commune because they're new and fun. At least he's got arms this time. Um, we don't talk about how bad in the armors. Well, that's the re- there's a reason he's plastic now. Yeah, um, his arms were too heavy for him. What is apart from Black Legion? What's the Legion you want to try out first? Red Corsairs, just because I like that vehicles get advanced and charge now, especially with my big demon engine. Yeah, the list, Maul- the seem really kind of scary. I got three Forge Fiends, two Mauler Fiends, and I want to get a third Mauler Fiend and a couple of Disco Lords to. Yes, the the Hellstalkers should be really interesting as well. Mm. Um, I'm really excited for this book. This is the yeah. first Chaos book. I built my Empress Children back in 4th edition when the book was average at best. Because um, the 3.5 book was so good. Um, where you got mutations and all the rest of it. And then 4th yeah. edition was just sterilized to hell. I read... This is the first time, even though some of the options like them. the Accursed Weapons have been sterilized down a little bit. It still has like character and... Yeah, like ways to make it interesting. Well, the, like I say, when you go through the elite slots, you go, "Cool, I can use every one of these units," and I don't feel bad about it. Fast attacks, you look at the spawn and go, "Oh, they're crap," until you look at it and go, "Oh, actually, they don't die unless you kill them." Like you, <laughs> that's how most things work. Yeah, but but normally yeah. you can chip wound them. You can't chip wound these things. So, like again, I don't feel bad if you put spawn in the list. They might not be the best choice, but you're not going to feel bad about it. And that's kind of the theme for this book. There's not anything in here that you go, oh, I'll never take that, except maybe the Dark Commune, because they're probably too expensive. Yeah, but it's fun. But yeah, like, and it's kind of the same with a lot of the Eldar yeah. units. Stu- you never feel bad about taking it. There's, it'll do something. Um, and as long as you build much like the... It actually, it, there is a lot of parallels with the Eldar book, because when you take certain units in the Eldar book, you want to take certain craft worlds, and this is the same. You're going to take certain units with certain legions to get the most out of them. 
the obsessive part of me is just keeps looking at creations of bile going i can do something with this and it's the first time i've wanted to play chaos in a long time you, you got emperor's children you got fabius bile that's basically a creation well he's on a 25 mil base and he's he's, he's not gonna look he's gonna be a very short stunty little dude you compared got, to the current emperor's children i'm sure that'll i do have his yeah. his buddies as well though they were converted the retinue of apothecaries yeah but that's a it heresy was, it was a heresy army heresy army you can find it on the website yeah i'll put a link in the show notes for it i'll remind you i'll do it in a second okay cool did you enjoy reading through the book i did i really like this book and there's still some things chaos wise that we haven't seen because there was like a rumor engine in like april that was like a thunderhammer with tendrils coming out the back we haven't seen it so it's not and i've looked at i've scoured the book are you sure it's not one of the parts for the possessed looked at that i was just it's not i will note the um greater possessed arnie nira anymore yeah they're the now they're, the they're basically the, champ- the, the champions for the possessed squads although those possessed now are on from the looks of it 40 mil bases look if you've got old because i wouldn't rebase them they're not the little they came on but like um well the fact that all the marines are on 32 is now minimum makes me think i'm oh, yeah. bugger it you just do it um yeah i i'm really excited with this book i actually think there's lots in here to like um you're going to see chaos space marines as in the unit on the table which sort of wasn't happening as much well no but that was also because you could take cultists as your core troops and just ignore Mm. the marines whereas now you can't do that you have to take yeah so you are going to see even if it's not the standard legionaries you're going to see terminators or chosen or raptors or other core units a marine you're going to see chaos space marines in your chaos space marines army what yeah and you're basically only ever going to see you know, you you have to be careful with the build if you're going to go try and go mass cultists. And mm. I think if you're going to do that, you end up going down the road of word bearers or alpha legion. Um, but the good thing is now you're not going to feel bad taking care of space marines if you take one of the other legions. I think the thing with the legions, it's you can guess what their thing is based on like what their legion is based on what they are as a legion. Like the word bearers, like cultists, the alpha legion also are, do that. But they're also infiltrating. Yeah, they've like shadow operations. The anyways, you put an iron warrior's arm in the table, you're expecting um, arm, armor and heavy weapons. And red Corps says they're pirates; they want to get there fast as possible. And the night lords are all about them. Leadership. So I reckon a night lords army using the mutants, which modify your leadership characteristics, and then stacking that with spawn and obviously the um, warp talents who do it as well. Mm. And then stacking all that with the terror squad rules from the Night Lords makes a really interesting army because no one thinks of leadership in 40k. And then the Night Lords rock up and go, cool, so take a morale test at minus five and neg two to your combat attrition. And all of a sudden you're going, hang on, now I'm failing and I lose one in two models. So I'm not losing them on ones, I'm losing them on one to three. What the hell just happened? And now you've got like a viable leadership bomb where people start having to be really concerned about having... And then remember that Night Lords get bonuses to hit you when you're under half strength. Which they would have done with the morale they just... Yeah, so now you're in in a worse position because if you do hang around, they're actually better at killing you. I mean... How cool is that? Like That's that's what the Night Lords are. Exactly. Um, And that's what I really like is that yeah. there's a lot of that through this book that it doesn't matter which legion you want to play, you're going to be happy. If you're playing a renegade chapter like the Flawed or someone else the like purge. that... I know, I know one person who plays the Purge. Sorry, I, I think you're going to have to accept the fact that you're going to pick one of the legions. Who's the closest to yeah. the Purge. And you might just be going, oh, you know what? I'm going to take the Purge, go Black Legion, and then just hand out the Mark of Nurgle. Or just play well, the I'm going to take, take the flawless, flawless host. I'm going to take them as Emperor's children. 
like all creations of bile. Yeah, look, Creations of Bile is a great, and so is the Red Corsairs. They're both great catch-alls that you can just kind of use. Yeah. Um, and because their special characters aren't necessarily auto-includes, you don't feel bad if you don't have a Huron Blackheart model or a converted version thereof. Mm. Like, I've seen people, like, with the Space Marine chapters, they've converted, like, Ultramarines versions of, like, the Raven Guard or Salamander's characters. Like, you wouldn't have to do that with creating, like, a... Exorcists themed Huron Blackheart is Exorcist is that a Renna is that the no Renna I is? think this is the loyal technically are they are yeah I think so there, there was one of them that sounded something like that it doesn't matter I didn't anyway. use the purge again because I just used them four times well the, the, all of those old rules that were across the old fire and flame books and the what was the last book they released uh, Vigilus Ablaze Vigilus Alone uh, Vigilus Alone that's all gone out the window now because it's all in one spot yeah so we can kind of draw a line in the sand and go cool this is Chaos Space Marines and here's your index of studies for World Eaters just to get you by until the World Eaters Codex. Which will presumably be sometime later this year. Very quickly for the World Eaters. Berserkers no longer fight twice. Red Butchers is a stratagem you upgrade on Terminators which lets them fight twice uh, and buffs their stat profile but it's only one unit at the start of the game. I'd say Red Butchers will get their own Terminator unit like Death Shroud, Probably. Light Lords, or Scrap Cult. Um, or the second. Khan built in fight twice. Nice. Um... The biggest thing about World Eaters is there's a one CP strat where you pick, an, pick a unit of World Eaters and they get a pregame move. And there's yeah. no limit to it. Um, the, there's like an icon for a priest which gives them a banner which gives buffs to the Berserker squads. Yep. That's the so most you, notable relic. So there is actually a build there for World Eaters. Um, how good it is, not sure. but It'll be fun to play. I'm hopeful with the World Eaters Codex that we end up in a situation where if you take the Death Guard and the Thousand Sons as the mirror, you go, cool, we're getting Demon Angron, which should yeah. be an epic miniature. We'll keep Khan. We'll keep probably the Master of Executions, the Chaos Lord, the Exalted Champion. You might get like a Slaughter Priest or something like like their equivalent of a Dark Apostle. Well, maybe another like plague doctors like you know how the death guard have got the plague surgeon maybe they'd get uh, an maybe I, I don't feel like that's i mean a, call him a blood spitter and yes. make, make them an apothecary and anyone who gets that reference i'm not going to say anymore but call them blood spitters if they're apothecaries call them blood spitters anyone who gets that reference you're cool you're um good, obviously berserkers as troops i'm assuming we'll either get cultists and i reckon there's a shot at getting a mark of corn um beastman Sort of like corn, the, corn gore is what they were called. There was the Zangor, Pestigors, Corn Gores, and, and the then... Slan Gores. And this, the only one that hasn't had a remodel is the Corn Gore. That's the Slan Gores gone. Yeah, they, they went into Underworlds and then into um, Age of Sigma. I know Zangors because that was yeah. but I didn't know about Pestigors. Or I thought Slangors. I think Pestigors did as well, again, for Age of Sigma. Um, I may be wrong there, I'm not sure. Then you go. In my mind, for fast attack, it's going to be Raptors. And maybe bikes, but I feel like raptors is bikes. raptors is just an easy one to paint up in red and chuck them in. Yeah. Um, I would obviously assume the Mauler Fiend is a thing. Maybe they get their own demon engine, like Death Guard got the um, fettered bloat drone and the little uh, what do you call the little scuddly crab looking thing? I should know this. Um, the blight hauler. Blight hauler. Thank you. And I reckon I reckon the alternate build for the vortex beast, which is the uh, the the vortex mutilith monster. The mutilith. For, the Slaughter Brute is the alternate build for that kit, which is the big angry corn monster. That just feels like a rebox, and here, here's your Slaughter Brute for your World Eaters. Mm. Um, Land Raider, Rhino, 
Defiler probably makes an appearance, but it has to take the upgraded combat weapons, so it doesn't yeah. it gets less guns, maybe. Angry Defiler. And then obviously you get your Red Butcher Terminators as a special unit. Like eight great companies or something, instead of the seven cult instead of the seven companies that And then obviously Khan still sticks around as well. Yeah. Because Khan's not gonna get a new model. He just got a new model. Well, relatively speaking, it's twenty sixteen that model came out. Really? Yeah. It looks newer than that. That's 2016. I know because it's on my order forms at work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, that's all conjecture though because we yeah. don't have the World Leaders book yet. In the meantime, we're really excited. The Chaos Codex goes up for pre-order today, the 25th of September. Uh, not September. 25th of June. September's something else I'm thinking of and I'll leave it at that. Um, 25th of June goes up for pre-order today. And it'll be out next week. And you can all join in the fun of letting the galaxy burn. Um, <laughs> blood for the blood god, whatnot. No, Death no, to no. the false emperor. Yeah, and that's why you've been listening to the stories about Sevatar, because Sevatar is the one who's the first to utter the words death to the false emperor. Do you want to know the irony? He says it ironically. And no one in the room gets it other than Sev. Because <laughs> someone makes a comment about how the Warmaster should, should, war should be um, the Warmaster should be the emperor. And Sevatar's not totally on board with that idea. So he goes, oh, you know, death to the false emperor. <laughs> and everyone goes, yes, death to the false emperor. And he stands there grinning in the corner like an idiot going, you guys are dumb. It's like the bit in The Lion King where Scar's like, I'm surrounded by idiots. Yeah. <laughs> with the high Sevatar, Sevatar is the ultimate <laughs> troll. <laughs> he just is Scar from The Lion He's, King. He is my favorite. Jeremy Irons playing Sevatar. There we are. He voices Scar. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Perfect character. All right, we're done for this episode. Thank you for joining us for this um, special edition of the Obsec Podcast. Yeah. Thank you for joining me tonight. Well, thank you for having me on to talk about chaos. And we might have you back on. Let us know what you think about Lachlan joining us uh, for future episodes. We're looking at upgrading our mic setup, which will allow us to run three mics rather than the two we presently do. Um, so if you're interested in um, having his input every now and again, <laughs> let me know. His input. Because <laughs> um, I can mute the mic anytime I feel like I've got a button. Um, oh. <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to call it a night. Thank you for joining us. And do you know how mum rounds out these episodes? Uh, no. I've... You, you haven't listened to them? I listen to the middle bit. I don't listen... Like, I listen to you guys record them. She finishes... And this has to be done. And I'm going to tell you what it is now okay. while we're recording. Yep. And then I'm not going to edit this because I've said I'm not editing. Okay. And then you're going to have to... We're going to redo this exit and then you're going to say it. She says, happy gaming everyone after I finish talking. Okay? So, we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Check us out on all our social medias. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us, Lachlan. Yeah. And until next time. Oh, guys, happy gaming, lads. No! Get it right. Happy happy gaming. Happy gaming everyone. Everyone. Of all of you. Oh, God. You're not coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Happy gaming, everyone. Bye. listening to the Objective Secured podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can visit our website, objectivesecured.com.au. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook forward slash Objective Secured, or you can email us, obsec at optusnet.com.au. Thanks for listening.